Welcome to Pretending to be Wizards, our Dungeons & Dragons podcast. If you enjoy our content and would like to help us grow, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also support us by becoming a patron at patreon.com p2bw and become a part of our game. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone, we're Pretending to be Wizards. My name is Sid and I am joined by... Kayla, who's eating whales. And Kayla, who is it? And didn't have an excuse for talking like that. Gotcha. <laughs> Alright, so we're back in Eberron. Oh my god, I'm all kind of us. Um, so last time, y'all fought a dragon and stuff. And I killed him. Yeah. My bare hands. Uh, more like a fiery explosion. You used at least one fireball. My raccoon hands. Uh, that's not true either. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good time to talk about how human-like raccoon hands look and how much I hate them, though. Oh, no! <laughs> how uncomfortable that takes. I love the rest of the animal, though. Fantastic. <laughs> well done, God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, last time we just kind of, like... Oh. I hear a motorcycle outside. Yeah. Someone's hogging it up. We just kind of, like, ended off last time. Uh, do you think you guys stayed in, like, a hotel or an inn? Um, it's a metropolitan. It's a hotel. Or did you stay with Alistair at the police station? What do y'all think y'all did? Um, I was dying, so wherever they took me is where I went. Uh, I stayed with Soot okay. because of that. It's probably you got, like, healed up mm-hmm. along with Rain because there were just lots of, you know, healers around doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, where would you guys have probably stayed the night or anything? Um, I'm just saying that, like, a day passed from when the... Oh, okay. Are you the, trying to set up a situation where we, like, got to the hotel and then we're like, they said it was a suite, but then it was like, oh my gosh, there's only one bed there, what's gonna do? The, the oh my god, one bed AU. Yeah. <laughs> Well, then, in that that's case... The, that's, the, uh, yeah, that's the AO3 tag. Then, in that case, uh, Soot found the bathtub. <laughs> I um, opened the door, I saw one bed, and then I, I jumped out the window and slept in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> so neither of you slept in the bed. That's right. We, we <laughs> booked a hotel, and then we slept in the bathtub and a bush. Cool. Uh, but ended up waking up on top of the building. Um... <laughs> Because on top of each other. <laughs> no, on top of the building because that's where Raccoon Brain put her. <laughs> Raccoon Brain led you to the top of the building. All right. Bunk bed because Monkey Brain tells so, you sleep high is safe. So Ridley, you you make your way back upstairs to the room to like do morning stuff, and sitting outside is Alistair, who was just like knocking on the door, trying to get a hold of one of you guys. <laughs> oh, good morning. Oh, did you go down and get breakfast? In your pajamas? Yes. Cool. Where's Sid? Hi. Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, g- Sid comes down, uh, what floor are we on, by the way? We were on the 13th floor. floor. The 8th floor? So, uh, Sid wanders down, uh, knocking on door to door, going, is this my room? No? Alright, cool, thanks. Is this my room? I lost my room key. No? Okay, cool, thanks. So, and then... so we'll resume with you here in about three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I was like, uh, well, go ahead, get, get dressed. Uh, I don't know why I'm making noise on the table. Um, we've got 
we've got stuff to do. Ooh. Um, and then so do you finally like arrive and Alistair's there. She's like, oh hey. Oh, this is my room. How was breakfast? Breakfast? Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) He does not know how to take that. (laughs) He says, uh, well, it's a little early, but we're going to a bar. Straight up, I'm down, let's go. What day is it? Like Wednesday. Do you not have a job? That is our job. Bar? Bar is our job. Maybe. A bit. Cool, let's go. Combing the city's dark underbelly for information. (laughs) (laughs) So, you're still uptown, but he takes you to, like, this back alley bar that says, uh, that's, um, the, the serpent's tail is listed over the top and, like, neon-ish magic crystals. Sure. And, (laughs) uh, he leads you inside. This looks, doesn't look like his scene, but, um, it's sort of like a biker bar, kind of. Um, but when you go in, you notice that, um, he's not the only one who's, like, overdressed for the, for the area. Um, uh, he says, Soot, uh, if you don't mind waiting out here for a minute, um, me and Ridley have House Madani things right quick. Oh. Uh, then why did I even come? Well, I'll let Elizabeth know to take care of you if you need anything. Okay. And uh, he waves over to the bartender who's a, a half-elf woman um, with like a pixie cut and just covered in tattoos and stuff mm-hmm. uh, up at the bar. Um, and he leads you um, behind the bar and into a door that... Uh, to the back. Um, you go through like a small kitchen area and into another back room that is, uh, feels like you're in a very different building all of a sudden. And then I immediately get shot in the head as soon as I walk through the door. Oh, no. No Godfather. <laughs> no checkered tile floor. None of that. <laughs> um, but you enter this um, room. It's got like all these uh, like glass cases um, of like weapons and artifacts and stuff. He says, uh, this is sort of the headquarters of Basilisk Gaze here in the city. Um, you, uh, may not have known, may not have known it, but, uh, Zygstroth is a wanted war criminal by the Five Kingdoms. I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I would be surprised by that. Fair enough. I didn't know it, but (laughs) checks out. Fair enough. He, uh... He did not match his description that the list had, but we figured out because uh, he wasn't fat a dragon. So, you know, that kind of stuff happens. Um, but he leads you to this case that has sort of like just this um, stack of parchments that he opens up. And he f- scrolls through, and there's just list and list of names and uh, sort of descriptions of these people and what they do all throughout. Um... And he gets to uh, Zygstrov's name, and he crosses it off the list. Um, and he puts it back into the case. Um, so, Basilisk Gays are bounty hunters, but we were originally created as an organization to hunt war criminals of the Five Kingdoms. 
Once the Treaty of Thronehold went into, went into place, there were many who did not accept that and continued fighting. And Taldor Dimadani is in charge, and he sent us, he gathered up some of the finest bounty hunters and had us memorize and learn this list to find these people and hunt them down. Leo and I have worked together on these missions before and found, uh, uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're ruining the podcast. And we I found, know, I'm sorry. We have previously crossed three names off this list before. And, uh, I know you're not a part of the organization, but mm-hmm. I felt it was necessary that we give you a reward for what you've helped us accomplish. Um, he goes over to one of the glass cases, and there's a scimitar behind it um, that is pointed downward into its podium. And at the top, there is this golden eye in the in the base of the hilt. Um, and the scimitar itself has a uh, red seam going through the middle. Um, he grabbed through the middle of the blade. Okay. Um, he opens up the case and he says, this is for you. And he gestures to the, the blade. I can just have this? Well, it's been cleared. I've talked to some people. Um, you are part of House Madani, and you have... Uh, you helped us with our duties. You've accompl- you helped accomplish something that others in the house don't even know about. We feel that uh, this may help you in your future endeavors, and the basilisk gaze thanks you. Feels odd to be recognized by someone in House Madani. Well, thank you. You did good work, I guess. <laughs> okay. It's like it's very, very, very awkward. He's very clunky about it, but he's like trying to decide how he I, feels about it. But he also seems it. understanding. Like he seems like mm-hmm. this. He's like he knows you're just recently contacted, mm-hmm. um, but he. As far as he's concerned, you have the dragon mark. You're you're one of the cousins. He's just mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, whatever. Alistair, thank you. Of course. And, and uh, God knows, Leo and I trying to t- handle that. Just the two of us. Um, yeah, that was a trip, huh? Yeah, yeah. Is soot and rain okay? By the way, do you, um, I, I saw I saw them this morning, but. I didn't, I didn't ask. I haven't talked with Rain, but I'm sure they're fine. Uh, Soot recovered nicely. <laughs> More so than thought. <laughs> I think I think your run in with a fireball made you like less afraid of fire and more like wanting to wield it, bend it to your will. You know, like I now have fire powers, only fire powers. <laughs> so, um, this. You see a plaque under the blade, and it says, The Basilisk Hunger. Ooh. And it said, uh, The Scimitar of Taldor di Madani. Mm. Okay. Tasty. Also, I forgot to ask, are we still level five? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
I'll love you guys up as you're, when you're leaving to the next place. Got it. Okay. Um, for a second, I thought you said I love you guys, and I was like, oh, damn, I love you, too. Love you guys. <laughs> you guys are doing great. Oh, I love you, too. Um, Just a little, so though. He, uh, I got, I got to warn you, um, the sword is a little creepy, um, but it is also very useful. Um, mm-hmm. It's, uh, they say Taldor left what emotions he put aside in this sword. Don't worry about that. That's just a myth. Like it's oh sure he's, sure sure. He's just he's just a real whole business type of guy, you know. Okay. I met him a couple times. <laughs> well, either way, uh, I wielded worse, so I'll take it. Wait, what'd you say? Is he still alive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how old? Alistair, how old is Taldor? Uh, I mean, he's gotta be reaching. Uh, 300. He's like peak age for a half elf, I think. Oh, okay. I think he's still out on the field, too. He's... The guy's a monster. He's just... I'm pretty sure I've wielded worse. <laughs> um, so, when you grab the sword, make an intelligence roll. It takes your That is a four, so... That's a four with modif- What's your intelligence modifier? Zero. Zero, okay. So, um... In the words of... That cool Battleborn quote... <laughs> dumb as hell. Dumb as hell thirsting for, thirsting for death. So, when you grab the blade, um... Like, you kind of see red for a minute. Like, you're just sort of filled with an anger for a second. And then it kind of just washes away. It just... You feel like this little light hum from the sword it's very balanced it's um very well made uh it feels good to hold it's just for that moment you felt some emotional resonance to holding the sword um hmm that's uh so did it feel like this oh it didn't work oh <laughs> just imagine ting <laughs> Got a weird deja vu when I picked that up. <laughs> he thinks. He thinks. <laughs> well, well, I guess let's get back out there to sit. So, did you, did you do anything while? Uh, uh, sit is four drinks in. Four drinks in. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, at, the, at the best Western continental breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, uh, you found the evening liquor stash and busted the chain. <laughs> So, uh... So it's just laying on the floor, just like... When if, it's compliment- hand. if it's complimentary at night, it's complimentary in the morning. Fuck y'all. <laughs> when uh, Alistair walks out, Elizabeth uh, hands him a little slip. And, he's, <laughs> and he just, like, grabs it and takes a look and he's just like... How- what? <laughs> You're four... Four cocktails. Already. Happy Wednesday! <laughs> God damn. Okay. <laughs> we are too, but it's a Friday night. <laughs> he, takes a, he takes a couple of little uh, coins and pays, and pays for it and leaves her a, an extra tip. I give her a gold piece too. Awesome. She was nice. Awesome. Um, so he leads you guys out. It's just like, um, 
Well, I mean, that's that's all I had for you guys this morning. I uh, I know if you need any, if you need a guide around town or anything, or if you guys are. Alistair, I'm tired. Will you carry me? I don't think so. Um. <laughs> but if you, if you need a if you need a hand or anything, just come let me know. You know where I'm at. Sounds good. Thank you, Alistair. Ridley, will you carry me? Um. I'm really heavy. <laughs> you're not actually heavy. You're like the smallest person in the party, but you're just like, it was like my head. It's so heavy. <laughs> my head is so heavy. My neck is so weak. I don't even so understand. Weak. These like, Faerun Long Islands, they're just, they were so easy to drink. <laughs> and they were only a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> they were not. <laughs> uh, yes, I will, I will carry you. Yay! <laughs> Alright, do I need to make a Strength <laughs> check. I did it. Okay. So, um, the city is now yours. You have the bounties, you have the shops, um, you have your various allies. Um, uh, Dolokhov, you know, went to the guard station after the whole incident to just sort of, like, clear everything up, talk with everyone, let everyone give them all the information he could. Nice. Um, as with the... All, all that he knew with the disease and everything. Mm-hmm. Um... Good for him. Glad you didn't just run off. I was going to talk to you about that, too. Um, I love that you both kept bringing up that he ran away uh-huh. when Soot found him in the train station. What? <laughs> you know, whatever. We'll come back to... We'll get... <laughs> yeah. Wait, I never said that he ran away. Yeah, y'all both did when they were talking about it. It's like, we hope he doesn't run away again. It's like, he hasn't been running away at all. He, d- he disappeared from the guard station, but he had he wanted to go get his case. That was great. Mm-hmm. We're past all that now. But I was just like, I was just like, I thought that was a funny, co- funny conversation because it was just fun watching guys not bring up anything to any, to Dolokhov. <laughs> like. Yeah. If you write enough that we don't notice all of it, I think that means you're doing a, a stellar job. <laughs> Uh, it, was, it, it was just fun to watch. It was just the It is a DM's lot in life to be underappreciated. <laughs> I was having a good time with it. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, like I said, the city is yours. Um, or you can uh, head on to the next area. Uh, you can head out of town if you'd like. Things like that. I have shops set up for you guys now. <laughs> so I have this big ass pearl. Yes. I need to sell it. Yes. And I need to get a diamond, All or right. as many diamonds as I can. I think uh, I think Gwyneth Paltrow sells big ass pearls. <laughs> no. <laughs> also, real quick. And then really die. <laughs> real quick. What day is it? Wednesday. On the Wednesday. pot. Uh, twenty-eight. Oh my god. Okay. There's twenty-seven on the last. I know. All right, and also, uh, how's steak melon doing? You can give it a taste. I'm gonna taste the dried steak melon. It is definitely tough. It's not jerky. You know, isn't that in between fruit leather stage? Imagine, think of, imagine what feelings you would have towards steak raisins. And that's what you're feeling now. Soot shrugs and eats the rest of it. 
I'm feeling like unbridled rage, <laughs> like deep down in my heart. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to bite? No. <laughs> well, I tried. Steak raisins. All right. Steak raisins. Uh, so it's super easy enough to get rid of the the pearl. You can. There are jewelers in town that you can sell it to. Um, I want highest bidder. Uh, uh, I assigned a value to it already, and you get five hundred gold. <laughs> All right. And then I also need. Everyone to else buy... offered four ninety nine. <laughs> Okay. Um, I also need to get. Um, I believe it's diamonds worth three hundred gold, so I'll, yes. I'll just get one of those. Get one diamond worth three hundred gold. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. So you get that. Mark off your gold. Um. Uh, did you dig up the gold in any way that you've received in the past couple of things? Or I don't no? think so. Or does Ridley have? Wait, oh, we 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 actually did divvy up some of it towards the. So what did you? What how much gold did you have at the end of last? So, um, I had two hundred and sixty-five gold. That sounds right. Uh, but now I have four hundred and sixty-five gold. Right. I fucking wrote down my gold. Where did it go? Oh, and I have ninety silver pieces. <laughs> there it is. I have. That's nine more gold, essentially. But That's nine more gold? All right, then yeah. I'm just going to erase my silver pieces, because fuck silver pieces. Yeah. I have 391 right now. Awesome. So, if there was any potential shopping you wanted to do, or if you wanted to go to bounties, you had talked about that before we'd start playing. Um, <gasps> um, did you get... You didn't give us a list of, like... Things that you're selling here, did you? You kind of have. I have a list, and I have shops and stuff to look to look for. Um, if you're looking for like magical items, if you're looking for any general armor or adventuring equipment, that stuff is all available to be found. Okay. Okay. Um, I would like something that uh, makes me a little more meaty, if possible. Okay, meaty. Um, you also have available uh, places to improve or commission equipment. Um, I don't know if you have the kind of gold for that stuff, but that. Those services do exist in Andere. Enchanting is a big export of uh, Andere. Um, I oh. need to get my wand repaired, or a new one. Mm -hmm. I want to get some of that glimmer weave, uh, but if it's possible to get it enchanted so it's technically armor? Glimmer weave armor? You get, like, glimmer weave accessories to your armor or something. Oh. Um, are you wanting, like, plus one armor, or are you wanting, like, a better quality of armor, kind of? Uh... If you, ha if you want, like, if you want to look through the standard armor stuff, go through the player's handbook equipment mm -hmm. and uh, see. Because you can have up to medium armor, and you do have a pretty good shield. Mm -hmm. um, there, are, there are places that you can get, um, like, improved... Uh, types of armor if you would like. Um, as far as your wand, um, you can, it's actually pretty easy to find in the middle of the shopping district is the wand guys uh, central store. <laughs> the wand guys primary store. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I their names? Donovan Richard <laughs> When you enter it's just like nope Chris Wand Bros? Uh well they're out 
with the cart, you know, oh. drumming up business. Oh. I'm Chris. I, I run the main counter. Sup? So are you also a brother? Are yeah. you? I'm one of the guys. It's wonderful to meet you. Nice to meet you. I, I guess you met I guess you met my bros. I did. They met me out or they uh Oh, what was the city? Varna. Varna. Yeah. I should know these things. It's okay. Yeah. A lot of provenance. We're in fantasy world. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I uh What can yeah. I do for you today? Well, I uh wanted you to take a look at this wand that that I got from you guys if you When you pull it out and he looks at it, he like ducks. Like, uh yeah. I'll take a look at it. <laughs> As you like, just lay it on the take on the counter. Okay. He's like, yeah. He pulls out like a like a little um, looking glass thing to take a look at. It's like, ooh, yeah. All right. So you got one of our clearance wands, and it. Uh, what'd you do to it? I used it. You killed the dragon with it. Ah. Uh. Well, we did, yeah, uh, Dragon did die with this wand. It was kind of exciting. Okay. Well, he was a war criminal. Very nice, very nice. I'm glad you got such use from our wands. Be yeah, sure to man. tell everyone. Um, okay. So, uh, I don't know about, like, repairing it, because uh, I kind of don't want to touch it. This thing is I didn't a either. little volatile. Um, Understood. I'll tell you what. This is, uh, these are, we got, we have these wands, these crazy power wands. Um, they're a little experimental in nature, but I'll tell you what, since you purchased one of ours and were so happy with our product, I'll give you a big discount on our proper wand of its like, if you want, if you're interested. Otherwise, um, I can try and whip up another one, but you might have just the same structural issues that uh, comes with jamming that much magical energy into a stick. Right. <laughs> so it's literally just like a stick you found? It's not like a magic well, stick? Well, there's specific woods that attune to different magical elements properly. Oh, well, that's pretty All dope. wands are wood. <laughs> that's how they work. You need, you need biological material to make them function properly. Makes sense. So like... What do you mean by biological material? Well, typically plants. We don't do bone wands, but that's a thing that uh, scary people have been known to work with. Hey, I'm so... assuming unicorn horn is just like super illegal. Uh, not illegal, but if you ever found one, I would pay so much money to mess with that. Um. <laughs> hey, so. I believe it was. It's more like it's more like I dare you to go up to a unicorn and try and get it. Um. <laughs> so, I believe it was Derek. Who are the, who are, who are your brothers? No, not Chris, but was it Derek and Richard and uh, Donovan? Richard and Doc. I don't remember who it was, but one of them uh, told me that uh, with the right amount of gold, you had some real interesting things here. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so we have some specialty wands, such as, uh, um, he gestures to um, some staves that are like mounted up on the wall and stuff. Um, so these are some of our high dollar stuff. Um, staves. Staves, yeah. Plural of staff is staves. Sta staffs. <laughs> Rest in peace, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Um, 
But uh, so like we got a staff of healing here um, that truly improves your healing and allows you to do some extra healing in a day. We got a staff of charming. Um, uh, super illegal to be carrying that around. Uh, and we got you know staff of the woodlands if nature is more of your thing. Uh, we also got some uh, very specific specialized wands here if uh, mastering the spell yourself is not in your uh, tool belt we've got some that can cast fireballs lightning bolts um, some that can paralyze polymorph even um, and you know some general stuff like uh, magic missiles magic detection enemy detection things like that and then these are all of our elemental wands and he shows a case where there's just similar wands to the ones that you saw before but these are very well carved and seem a lot more like tuned up. Um, and these are basically uh, plus one wants. They have plus one to hit, plus one to damage of their element type. Um, they're more stable. Uh, you will not have to roll a d20 after each one without me explaining. And uh, they also have a uh, similar item to them that is these orbs. And these orbs can give you protection from these elements in the same way. Interesting. Very interesting. You said it was illegal, but how much is the one of Charming? Or the Staff of Charming? Uh, the Staff of Charming is 4,800 gold. So what does it do? Do you, like, walk up to somebody and the staff's, like... It gives you just, like, five uses of Charm Person in a day. Oh, dope. Okay. For legal reasons, we have to sell it as a toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you see, uh, you see wands listed fire, force, psychic, radiant, necrotic, cold, lightning, and acid. So it'll do less damage, but it won't break on me. It will not break, and if you do anything besides Magic Missile that is Force, it increases the accuracy. Um, as well as the spell DC, if it is a DC one. By nice. once. Interesting. Um, I'm looking at the options I'll have at third level Sorcerer, and I'm not sure I really need a Force Wand if it's okay. not going to give me such a wild buff. Okay. There is um, Lightning Slash Thunder ones, if yeah. you like, if you want to improve Shatter. Um, and then all the all the elements. There's one. There's an individual one of each. They're not crazy expensive. They're like two hundred to, or the lesser used ones like uh, cold, lightning, thunder, and acid are one ten. Radiant and necrotic are one fifty. Fire, force, and psychic are two hundred. I want a lightning one. A lightning one? Yes. How please. much is a necrotic one? A necrotic one is one fifty. So, so the necrotic and the Radiant one. They're both the same price, right? Yes. Um, Would it be a bonus action to switch out wands? Yes. Um, so getting this lightning slash thunder wand, he says, um, all right, so it's normally 110 gold since you brought in that wand. Uh, I'll strike. I'll give you 60 off it. Give me 50 gold for it. Wow. It's yours. Well, you already you already bought one of our lovely products. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it went out for you, but these have a guarantee... If anything happens to it broken by any other means, we'll fix it right up for you. And also, uh, it likely will not explode in your hands. I like it. I like it when wands don't do that. Yeah, understandable. That's wonderful. Uh, I'll take it. All right. Fantastic. So you have a lightning slash thunder damage. It, it applies to both. I don't know why Okay. the Eberron's Guide said it that way, but it's both. I feel like they have to say it that way because of Shatter. Yeah, there's sound spells that are thunder. Yeah. But it says its own element <laughs> in the spell description. But the wand, it's the only wand that's considered two elements. As someone who's taken 
a few physics classes, why can't the thunder damage spells just be force damage spells? Right, right. I don't know. I don't like... And for you, uh, do you want a wand of magic missile for 500 gold? A wand of magic detection for 200 gold? Anything like that? Any protection orbs? You know what? Or you How much is the staff the of healing? The staff of healing is 2,500 gold. Damn. Okay. Uh, how much is... Let's see. You know what? Most of, most, of the, most of the specific ones are pretty expensive. Okay. Hey, so, you got anything to help me protect my orbs? Who <laughs> 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 uh, is that? Um, you know what? I would like one of Radiant and one of Necrotic, please. One of each. Mm-hmm. Do you want to look for armor and stuff? Or do you want to go shopping for I stuff? still have, like, 200, or how much are they? 150 each? Yes. I still have 100 gold pieces left. I mean, we swung by the market first, but earlier we were talking about, like, go, like doing, like, bounties first, and then shopping. So, if we shop twice in one day... Uh, Ridley doesn't have a problem with that. And also, like, Carter wouldn't have a problem with that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's do... I'll get the necrotic one first. Okay. So, necrotic will make it easier for you to do damage with Toll the Dead and the, the Inflict Wound. Mm-hmm. And Vampiric Touch. And Vampiric Touch, yes. And then Radiant would increase the chance of Spiritual Flame and guiding bolts. Okay. Okay. Um, so what is it, does it, how do, what do you mean increase the chance of? Or? So when casting a necrotic spell, mm-hmm. it increases the spell save DC by one. Mm-hmm. It increases the to hit modifier by one if it's a to hit spell. Mm-hmm. And it increases the damage by one. So if you cast Toll the Dead and your spell save DC is 14, mm-hmm. when you cast Toll the Dead, it's 15. Okay. And then your to hit modifier for vampiric touch is increased by one. Like a plus one weapon would. Okay. Oh. Only for your necrotic stuff. So. Okay. Um, and it has to be wielded in your hand. So okay. if you're wielding that and you tell me that you want to attack with a weapon, um, you're no longer wielding that in a fight. Okay. So just kind of keep track of that. Like, logistically, if you're using that wand... Does it have to be in my hand necessarily, or can I? You know what? Don't can, worry about I, it. Yeah, I can. I strap the. I strap my uh, spear to my back, mm-hmm. and just have it in my belt. Gotcha. Or something. Yeah, because I'd say if you're using this necrotic wand, you're using that as your arcane focus. Mm-hmm. So typically, your arcane focus is worn around your neck. Mm-hmm. Most clerics don't have to hold their arcane focus. Yeah. But if you're using this wand, you have to distinctly wield it. Mm-hmm. As like your s- somatic element. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Eleanor's yeah, not gonna be mad at me, is he? No. Okay, good. It's just a, it's just an alternate arcane focus. Um, you're still using divine magic. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Quadruple check that kind of thing. It's really bad to have a god not on your side. It's your domain. It gave you vampiric touch, so you just you can do it. Okay. <laughs> um. So. Now, what would you like to do? 
We spent money and that was fun, but I want more money now. <laughs> okay. That's my best segue. <laughs> Let's go down to the guard station. Alright. So, um, you head down to the guard station, head over to the bounty board. Um, the bounties I had sent you before are the, uh, there's a string of disappearances in the warehouse district. Um, uh, investigation ongoing. Three people have gone missing uh, late at night near the Corvary shipping warehouses. Um, reward for finding missing persons and stopping culprit, 320 gold. Hmm. Um, then hunters in Lothlear request assistance with the sighting of Noel Warband. Um, monster clearance fee is 175 gold, um, and the Lothlear authorities have offered a reward as well. Are, the, are those the two options? Yeah, those, okay. are, those are the two big ones. Kind of fight some monsters with this stuff. Let's do it. Let's start, let's start there. Huh? Let's so, fight them, boys. So go go hunting? Yeah. All right. Um, do I have details on that scimitar? On that scimitar? Um, do I have, oh, sorry, do I have details besides the fact that it is a regular scimitar yet? Um, so you haven't attuned to it, but it does grant you the benefits of being plus one. The other benefits will come to you after a rest. Okay. Do you want to rest first? That way you... Uh, no. Um, okay. That, yeah. that, would, that wouldn't make a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. I will... With the travel time to Lothier, it would... Um, or to meet with the hunters in Lothier, uh-huh. uh, you could probably attune to it. Like, it's not anything crazy. I'll give you more information out of game, um, because it's a, it is a weapon with special qualities, and it will upgrade with you as you gain points. Uh-huh. Um... So, it is a plus one scimitar, and as you're traveling, you start to understand how it works a little bit, and it grants you uh, advantage on initiative rolls. Woo, that's tasty. I need all advantage on all d20s, as often (laughs) as possible. Everything forever, always. Please, God. So, yeah, it is plus one, and it grants you advantage on initiative rolls. Dope. It's called Basilisk Hunger? Yes. Fantastic. It's the Hungry Snake. Guess which uh, part of my body I nicknamed the Hungry Snake. Is it... What? <laughs> my tongue, because so much food goes past it. Good. Good cover. <laughs> Good recovery. Alrighty. So, why did I pick Volo's Guide Monsters? Alright. So, you, um... You meet up with a couple, a couple of hunters. Uh, these guys are, um, you know, just... Just regular, regular dudes. Uh, it's a wood elf and two human hunters. Um, uh, I th- oh, I didn't ask you. Did you want to bring in? Did you want to ask anyone to come with you or anything, or did you just? Ooh, oh, shoot. you're right. You did give us that earlier. If um, you'd like to. Um, Do you want to see if Rango wants to go on a hunting trip? I can't see if Rango wants to go on a hunting trip. All right. Uh, so yeah, Rain is more than happy to. She's uh, she's always excited to get out of the uh, out of the precinct and stuff. Okay. All right. So let me pull up my handy dandy monster Volo's Guide to Monsters on my phone. Um. So Lothlier is a little way south of town. Um, it'll take a couple of hours travel to get there, but it's nothing too far. You can get there and back easily in a day. Um. You meet up with these hunters, and they say the nearby woods um, 
seem to have become a hideout for gnolls. Um, they haven't attacked anyone uh, yet, but the pe- but merchants have seen um, their have seen the remnants of their hunts uh, off from the road, and so it's only a matter of time before they uh, cause too much trouble in the forest and move further and begin to progress further towards town. Mm. Um, we want to try and uh, give a jump on them before uh, before anything happens. So, um, I say, um, what we have scouted so far is we've seen, um, looks like a pack of six gnolls, um, with one, uh, really rough looking, rough looking leader. Um, Seven total or five babies and one big boy? Uh, yeah, five, five little and one big boy. Okay. Um, also, I want to believe that this very, like, hardcore hunter also said... Yes, five, five babies, babies and one, one big, big boy. boy. <laughs> this grizzled human hunter. Um, Good. They, they all look to be carrying bows. Like, they all look like just, uh... They all look like standard rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they lead you on towards the woods if you guys are ready to head in that direction. Um... I need to make checks on gnolls to see what I know about gnolls. All right. Because Carl doesn't know anything Give me a nature gnolls. check on gnolls. Okay. Gnolls are multifaceted. You can do all kinds of checks Ooh. on gnolls to get that gnoll, that gnoll knowledge. That knowledge. Intelligence check? Uh-huh. Uh, nature, specifically. Nature. Okay. So that is a nat 18 plus zero. 18. Okay. Okay. So, um, gnolls are hyena creatures. They are, uh... They, they're similar to a were-creature, um, but they've long lost their human form. Aww. Um, they come from... Uh, they result from cannibalism, typically. And they will eat pretty much anything that, that was at one point breeding. Um, they are scavengers, but they're also um, not afraid to attack when they feel they have the advantage. Um, they're, they're smart tacticians, um, but not necessarily great fighters if that makes sense they they like to ambush attack weak points um and sneak attacks and things like that they they want to have as many advantages on their side as they can i see um but they don't have thumbs right uh no they do and they wield weapons oh okay they're upright weapon wielding uh creatures doggos um and to a certain degree they are intelligent um they're driven more on instinct and hunger, but they can rationalize, and um, they do have their own language. Oh. Are they stronger than... When you're looking at, like, early-level D&D stuff, it's like, it's like kobolds, goblins, gnolls, orcs. It's like, it's like these are your early things. Okay. They're, they're, they're strong... They're they're stronger than like the the earliest level stuff, but mm-hmm. they're not crazy monsters by any means. What's up? My name is Carter. I've been playing D anD D for almost a year now, but like I've been I've been in such exotic and fantastical worlds that I haven't had to know what a null is yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, actually, Volo's Guide has like this whole section of like null lore. Uh-huh. I mean, that doesn't necessarily apply in Eberron, but it's just 
interesting because they serve like a demon god and mm-hmm. then they're basically cultists that have gone through a full ritual and become gnolls and gnolls can be either hyenas or humans that have become gnolls <laughs> yeah yeah i love the idea of a hyena like signing up for a cult yeah right <laughs> um local good boy becomes bad boy <laughs> Local um, stinky good boy becomes bad boy. More a ten. I think they're also <laughs> capable of like a degree of magic, um, but that's not something you super have to worry about. Like okay. Some of them are capable of it, um, but probably not these guys. Mm-hmm. I see the signals you're sending me. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Good try. The signals. Signals. Yeah, I see the signals you're sending me about your signals. I like it. Go Goodness. fight the signals. Okay. Oh no, I don't want to hurt them now. I Why? do. Why? They're signals. They're bad. <laughs> yeah, but they're oh. gnolls that sound like Sid, I guess. No. No. Uh, will you send me? That any... just depends on how lazy I am with their sounds. Oh, okay. Will you send me any signals about sentinel signals? This has gone too far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they lead you to the knolls. Um, um, I would like to. Are they in an encampment? Yes. Um, there's a fire and it reeks of just dead flesh. Um, they have sort of like sleeping cots and things like that. They're just doing kind of work. There's one who's. Um, sort of like supervising carrying this crazy like flail thing um and he's looking around making sure that all the other gnolls are working there appears to be uh three uh, like larger rough looking gnolls that are um wielding uh spears and longbows and then in a, a couple of them they're just doing like grunt work um so I kind of leave this to you guys. You have your char- you have your two characters, and you have four NPCs at your disposal. The three hunters and Rain. What would what if you guys want to make a battle plan for them? How would you like to distribute this stuff? It's six on six. Yeah, the okay. the scary the scary big knoll looks like he could be trouble. Um, uh huh. You can just kind of you just kind of see it on his face. He looks. Uh, here, I'll show you guys a picture. It's just the Volos guy picture. Big man. Yeah, he's he's a big gray knoll with a crazy flail thing covered in blood. You know. I was going to do this earlier, but I forgot to. Is it okay if I do it now? Yes. Yeah, I'm not casting any spells. Okay. Um, I think that that would be fair because you know that you knew that we were on our way to to fighting knolls. Yeah, you could you could take that scimitar. time if you were only changing like one or two spells. You yeah. could take that time to. Okay. To prepare that, because if you knew. I don't. We're gonna go fight animal creatures. Yeah. Because I don't need to mm-hmm. be able to remove curses anymore. Right. Um. The kind of curses I want to remove are nulls. <laughs> also, remember you have false light prepared. Take a look at that maybe while you're in this like planning stage. Uh, okay. Give me just a Um. So. Do you have anything in mind for like a, a battle strategy? 
Um, what sort of geography are we looking at in around their camp? It's pretty dense forest, even through their camp. There's not really they're not really in the midst of a clearing. Okay. Um, they have. Uh, they're just kind of in. This is just kind of a less brush filled area, but still full of trees. Um, it appears like there's uh, there's a sort of tent. Um, and then one little, like, uh, tarp that was set up over, like, this feeding area that is just corpses. Um, so we could sneak up, and we could get in, like, a sneak attack at the start. Yes. Okay. Um, guys? You're probably looking at spread out over, like, about a 50-foot area. 50-foot area. They're kind of spread all over doing jobs and stuff like that. Okay. The two grunts seem to just be, like, moving things around. Like, uh, they have some, like, a, a cart that is covered in some, like, weapons and uh-huh. looks like cooking materials, things like that, like pots and pans and stuff. Are they close together or are they moving around too much? Um, those two are close together. Um, the, the big guy is sort of, like, patrolling, um, so he's not really particularly close to anyone for very long. Um, and then the the three uh, hunter-looking gnolls are uh, kind of... Two of them are together, um, like, sparring, and one of them is, like, sharpening blades. Okay. Guys, I think we should split into groups of two and each unleash surprise attacks on three people. I think that way we can overwhelm them with force, maybe even kill two or three of them right off the bat. Okay. Um, if that doesn't scare off the other three, then it will at least tip the scales in our favor right off the bat, and I like this. All right. How do you guys feel? Uh, I like that. Is it, um, how do you want to break up the, the pairs? Um, one hunter to soot, one to rain, and one to me. All right. Um, um, we're all pretty tough, and so we don't want you guys being alone on your own. All right. Um, and they are mostly like bow hunters, so they'll, okay. they'll provide cover fire pretty uh, well. As far as if they get, if someone gets on top of them, they might be in trouble. Okay. So that's probably that's probably a pretty good setup. Um, um, okay. Uh, how would you like rain to? Uh, initiate combat. She has her glaive and she has a longbow. Um, can I know what her HP is? 44. Glaive. She's, she's been a fi- she's a full 5th level fighter. You're so right. She probably has higher HP than both of you. Okay. Um, yeah. She, I, I would like Rain to start with, with a glaive. Okay. For sure. Okay. Um, so... Now, who's going after Big Man? I think we shouldn't... I don't think Big Man should be in the uh, opening attack. Okay. So... Ooh, wait. Hmm. I think we should show a hit on him first, yeah. That's a good idea. That's good. Don't stress too hard on the, on the spell list. No, I'm just trying to figure out how this works. What is it? Which one? Meld into stone. Oh, that's... Isn't that a nature only? No, it is a cleric uh, spell. Oh, okay. So it's basically saying that you can step into stone, Mm -hmm. 
Uh, minor physical damage to the stone doesn't harm you, but the partial destruction or the change in its shape expels you and deals damage to you. So, never mind. That doesn't so it allows you to hide in stone, but if someone knows that you're there, they can break the stone and hurt you. Oh. They don't know that you're there. You're basically entirely hidden. Elden okay. to Stone is my favorite modern English song. <laughs> it's more or less what Elios did to you guys at a very high level. Oh. To launch you, like, through the earth into... Um, so, Soot, mm-hmm. uh... For this, for initi- for initiating this combat, mm-hmm. what do you think? What would you, what do you offer? Did you have you heard what Carter's been saying for the for the battle plan? Uh, a little bit. Groups of two. Each one gets a hunter, including Rain, and yeah. then you guys um, don't attack the big guy. Or um, do spells don't do sneak attack, do they? Uh. They do not, but if it if it does require a spell save DC, they um, your target has disadvantage on the save. If it requires an attack, you can still uh, roll with advantage if you're unseen. Okay. Um, just just like an arrow, I think I think it's ridiculous. I know that like an eldritch knight has an ability that specifically, or an archangel has an ability that specifically does that. Neither of you are that, so I don't care. Um, okay. It's not. Um, it's not weakening another player if I just give that to you for free. So, so if you want to use that fireball again, you could get in a surprise fireball on this boss. Oh yeah. Right at the start. Honestly, I'm not saying that that's not what I was thinking. Fantastic. Um, you have a couple of options. I do have really a couple of options start. though. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be releasing shatter like as hard as I can, and like I I, I want. I want a little bit of shock and awe right at the start to see if anyone runs off. Hmm. You have that possibility. You also have um, some like disables and stuff like that. I know. Gonna double check my spell book. Wait, I don't know if you do. I know Sid does. Okay. Because okay. like whole person's always there. Um, all right. Okay. So, I've been doing some reading. And I've decided on my updated spells. Also, I took Thaumaturgy back because I felt naked without it. <laughs> Fair. It's a good um, one. It's a so, fun one. Okay. Be looking at false life. Yeah. yeah. So, and when it says that when you cast the spell using a second, or using, yeah, you cast the spell using a spell slot of second level or higher, but it's a cantrip. It's not a cantrip. Oh, no. It's first level. You're right. It is first level spell. Okay. It is a pretty good opener, though. That's what you... Okay. So, before we, before we even start, can mm-hmm. I go ahead and do that? Okay. How so long then, does it last? Uh, one hour. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, pretty, that's plenty good. Okay. What so was the then, spell? I was not... False life. Okay. It doesn't... I don't believe it requires concentration. No, it does not. Cool. This um, is the exact so situation that that spell is good for. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and um, cast it at second level. And then I'm going to read to you what that says, and I'm going to give you a choice of what that means. Is it just on yourself or on... It is on myself. Okay. So you take the temporary... Yeah, but it says something specific, and I want you to 
Tell me what you think that means. Let's see. Boistering yourself with necrotic uh, facsimile of life, you gain 1d4 plus 4 temporary hit points mm-hmm. for the duration. But I'm casting it at second level. Um, you gain 5 additional temporary hit points for each slot above first. Okay, so at second level, you gain 1d4 plus 4 plus 5. Okay. So 1d4 plus 4 mm-hmm. plus 5. So that's 3 plus 4 plus 5. 7 plus 5, 12. You gain 12, 12 temporary hit points. Okay. So that's not your actual HP, but you oh, you have hit points that if you lose those hit points, they can't be healed back. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. That's, this is exactly the situation that spell's good for. Okay. When you get the drop on do people. Do we have a dry erase board over there? I do. Can I have it? Actually, yeah. Ooh. I found this earlier. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I needed this. I'm gonna drunk purchase a dry erase board tonight. <laughs> do it. They're super handy for this. Mm-hmm. You guys love them, and I'm over here like punching pencils through paper on my like cloth <laughs> dice tray. So <laughs> yes. All right. So. Uh, 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 I need to escape for just a second so I can clean this off. Okay. Um. All right. So, give me. <gasps> Give me what my hunters are targeting, and then we'll give you your sneak attack round. Okay. Um, so. The hunter with you. The hunter with me is going to attack. Let's see here. Are there any two uh, gnolls that are within five feet of each other? Um, within five feet of each other? Yeah. Um, I want to see if I can get a green flame blade in. If not, I'll just. A green flame blade with an. Uh, with a leap. In. With a leap in. Um, probably not within five feet. Okay. Uh, within within 10 to 20 feet, yes. Like okay. ones that can be hit by like shatter or fireball, yes, yeah. there are pairs. Um, I want to aim for the big boy with fireball. Yes. Okay. Soot is going to be aiming for the big boy with fireball, and uh, her guy will be shooting an arrow at him. Okay. Aiming um, at the big guy. Yes. Right. I will take one of the medium ones. Okay. And I will I'll focus a shatter in whatever way that that gets a second null. Okay. Um, on if Rain wants to become a majestic fucking eagle and go well, up and slap the ba- or the one of the medium guys. I'm being told that Rain wants to be a majestic fucking eagle and slap one of the medium guys. Yes, that is correct. Okay. One of the medium guys. Like maybe the one that's by itself, and have Rain and her hunter just try and wipe out that yep. one, yeah. that one medium by himself. Um, I, I like well, this. there's supposed to be two of them that are working together. There are. There's three medium ones total. Uh huh. Um, the two, uh, Ridley's aiming at one pair. Oh, okay. You're aiming fireball at the big one, and your yeah. hunter's aiming fireball at the big. Is aiming at the big one. Yeah. Um, we got a two, three, one split here. Yes. Okay. So I'm just preemptively rolling their hits right quick. So, let's attack. Alright. So that hits the big in. So, and then the one Rain's friend is hitting. Oh, that definitely hits. uh, Not a crit. The. 
with Okay, um, and then the last one attacking uh, one of the other medium ones. Ooh, he actually crits, so really your dude crits one of the medium ones. Do I get to hit a medium and a small guy, or do I hit two medium guys? Two medium guys. The two small guys are off doing their own kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then, all right, so, um, they're just going to be gnolls. Um, so we'll call the medium ones gnoll hunters. I have them gnoll hunter one, two, and three. Uh, gnoll one and two. And then uh, the big guy proper is called a flind. And he is the he's the big guy. Probably just keep calling him the big guy though. Um, so, oh, but Flynn rolls off the tongue so easily, right? Um, so, attacks are unleashed. Um, the saving throw for the fireball um, is failed. So, um, roll fireball damage for the big guy, um, and then shatter for the two. For two and three of the null hunters, which they have disadvantage. That is um, dexterity, or is it constitution? It's constitution. Okay, so that's a 12. Does a 12 save? No, it does not. And so a nine does not either. So roll full damage for uh, null hunter two and three. So was okay. it really only eight d6s last time? I thought it was more than that. That's still a lot. I know. <laughs> Where the fuck did my PA go? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It done did disappear. Three. So six. Six plus five is eleven. Mm -hmm. uh, eleven plus seven is eighteen. Eighteen. And eighteen plus three is twenty-one. Twenty-one. Mm -hmm. So twenty-one damage on the flind. Mm -hmm. Okay. One. Oh no. Eight. Yay. And then roll rain's damage on the big hunter. Or roll an attack. Um, I rolled 13. Uh, 13 she's going to use her glaive and to attack. Mm -hmm. Where's my d20? And you roll with advantage. Okay, so that's an 18 or a 17, both plus 7. So okay, 18 yeah. plus hits. 7. Hits definitely. Okay, yeah. so it's 1d10 plus 4. Uh, six, seven, oh, so that's ten. Ten, ten. points of damage. Ten points of damage? Yep. Alright. I rolled thirteen, but there's that plus one, so it's fourteen. Fourteen. Alright. So, um, one of the null hunters is down. Um, nice. like, just straight up, uh, killed by Shatter. Um, the other one looks really rough in front of Rain. Um, the Flint is on fire, um, and furious, but does not seem super phased. Um, the two, uh, the two small gnolls, um, are looking afraid and, uh, begin running off. What would you like the hunters to do, um, before initiative rolls? I think Should they the stay with the flint and the hunters, or should... I think the hunters should focus the two medium ones. We can handle the big guy. 
Should the hunters chase down after the small gnolls, or should they take care of the medium gnolls? I think they should take care of the medium gnolls. So wait, there's small, medium, and a large gnoll? Yeah. Yes. There's mm -hmm. two small ones. The small ones haven't been hit, but they're just running away. I think... Are they running in opposite directions from each other? No, they're running together. Away. I think one hunter could handle the two small ones. I don't think... Maybe not. Consider these more like regular people. Yeah. If you're level five characters, they're like level two. Okay. We, sh we shouldn't risk the lives of these people. We're supposed to protect them. Okay. Then yeah, let's just have them focus and we'll hunt them down later. Stick... Stay close and behind us, and uh, take care of the medium guys. Okay. If the small ones come back, uh, we'll get them. All right. Um, so now, uh, roll initiative. And I get advantage on that okay. now. That's going to be so neat. So since initiative is um, a modified 20, Ooh. and Rain's initiative is 15 plus... Did she get initiative? Uh, not much. Two. So yeah, 15 plus 2, so 17. Okay. Ridley? 18. 14. 14. Okay, so, Soot, uh, Rain, Ridley, um, and then, what are the Flynn's? Not very good decks. Alright. So the Flynn, and then the Hunters and Null Hunters will just be the end of initiative, and I'm just going to roll their die together oh. to save from rolling a whole bunch of die. But it's mainly you three and the Flynn are going to be the main, like, initiative orders. So, Soot, uh, you are first. Okay. So... You always roll super well in initiative. I do. Okay. So what I'm going to do is um, bonus action, bring out a sacred weapon, or spiritual weapon. Okay. Um, and aim for the big guy. Big guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Roll an attack. Okay. So no longer have advantage. You, you're revealed. Okay. Uh, so that's an 18 plus 7. Yeah, that hits. Okay. And then uh, the damage for that is... One D eight plus. So give me just a second. Let me get my D eight. Here it is. Uh, it's a five plus. Curious. Uh, plus four, so nine. Nine points of damage. Okay. Um, and then, um, I would like to use my wand and cast Toll the Dead. Okay. Um. On the big guy. Alright. Um, that is what saving throw? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, that's an 11, so that fails. Okay. So then it's... D12? Yes. Two D12s. Where's my D12s? There we go. That's a D20. That's a D12. Uh, that's 12 and... Nine plus one because of the wand. Okay, so twenty-two. So twenty-two. Rocket and cantrip. I think that's it, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Cool. All right. Uh, it is Rain's turn. So. Okay. Uh, Rain is. You have the Flind and the two No Hunters. The one Rain is already in front of one because she attacked it. Okay, so she's gonna keep Glaven her way through that. Yeah. So roll the first attack. Uh, that's a five plus seven. The. Five plus seven. 12? Just misses. Okay, so she's gonna try again because okay. she gets two attacks, yeah. right? Uh, that's a six plus seven. That does hit. Okay. Oh, so just missed. All right, okay. So, so then I roll damage. I think by math she does get the kill. Uh, uh, yeah. So she takes five points of damage. Yeah, she takes out okay. that no hunter. So there's one no hunter and the flind left. Uh, Ridley, okay. it is your turn. Okay. How is close are they to each other? Uh, they're. They're visible still in the distance if you wanted to track them down, um, but they are quite a ways away. We're talking probably 120 feet or so. 120 feet, you say? <laughs> well, I mean, they're at the end of initiative, so they can move further away at the end of the ah. initiative order. All right, I'll give them that. So, Ridley. Um, how close are the, the two together? Um, they're probably 120 feet away from you, but they are pretty close to each other. Wait, 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 no, 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 sorry, not the, not the two gnolls, I'm talking about the gnoll hunter and the flint. Oh, the gnoll hunter and the flint, um, uh, probably 25 feet apart from them, um, 25, 30 feet. Okay. The distance between the two of them, though? Yes. Okay, okay. Um, I would like, let's see here. They're on, they're on other ends of camp, pretty much. Gotcha. Uh, they've both been hurt. The the Flynn still seems pretty furious, um, but the No Hunter is uh, pretty injured. No Hunter's pretty injured. Um, I will run up to within fifteen feet of the uh, No Hunter, and I will cast Burning Hands. Okay, that's a Dex save. Yes, sir. So that hits. Uh. That's seven. Okay, that's a fail. Four. One. Four. So that is nine damage. Nine damage? On him. Uh, yeah, he's he's down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use my sorcery points to do a quickened magic missile. Okay. On uh, the flint. What will be damage? Uh, what level? Um, that is going to be second level. Okay. And I'm back down to rego damage on this thing. So well, plus one, plus one damage. Um, no, I have Re the plus. Oh, damage. you bought the thunder. The thunder That's one. right. Yeah. Okay, that is twelve damage. Twelve damage. Cool. So now it is the Flynn's turn. Uh, Ridley, he's going to come up at you. You were the, the most recent attack, and now I can zoom in on only the Flynn. Um, and he is going to make a... Uh, he's going to make an attack with his flail on you. Ooh. Um, 
First one misses. Uh, that is a... Um, wow. Um, he's going to do a Flail of Paralysis. And that is a 12 plus 9 to hit. That's a modified 21. Okay. Um, I get, it barely it hits. Barely hits. Um, so, that is 15 damage and make a constitution saving throw. Ew. Oh, I mean, that is a nat 20, though. Cool. And then he's going to take one more swing at you. Um, that one's going to hit. And he's going to try that one more time. And that is... Four attacks? 11. Uh, three. three oh, attacks. three, three. Okay. Um, but that is 11 damage. And take that constitution saving throw. Uh, that is a nat six plus. Probably not enough. Wait, actually. How are you on con? You should be pretty high in con because you have yeah. fighter proficiency. So that, I mean, that uh, that six turned into a twelve. Twelve? Not high enough. You are paralyzed until the end of your of his next turn. Okay. So you are currently paralyzed. Um, uh, I go, hey guys. Oral can. Oral can. Oh, I get it, guys. Yeah, I, we, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the hunters just nails it. Um, the other two, not so great. Um. So one of the hunters does uh, seven damage to the flint. The other two need to step it up. Alright. Soot, it is your turn. Ridley is paralyzed and ahead of you. Um, Rain is out there in the field as well, and you're still off to the side with your magic. Okay. So You're still hanging with the, uh, the hunters. What it, you don't know what exactly happened, but you saw that when the... F- Mace hit Ridley, he froze up. Okay. So. Uh, spiritual, spiritual weapon's gonna make an attack. Okay. I know that one for a fact. Alright. So. Ah, get in the bolt. Uh, that is a 10 plus 7, so a 17 to hit. Just misses. Okay. Um. I'm going to, I don't know how, if this is actually going to work or not, but I'm going to run up to Ridley's side, and I'm going to conjure my spiritual guardians. Okay. Explain. Okay. So, I call forth spirits to protect me, and they fit around you with a distance of 15 feet for their duration, which is a concentration for up to 10 minutes. Um, they appear as raccoons and other forest animals. Um, and, uh, uh, an affected creature's speed is halved in this area, and when the creature enters the area for the first time in a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes uh, 3d8s of radiant damage. So you surround yourself, the Flind, and Ridley in this thing? Yes. Cool. Um, actually, no, that's not true. Oh, wait. If it starts its turn there, it still takes the effect, Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I'm asking... Um, is, so it says that it either takes radiant or necrotic damage, depending on if I'm a good or evil person. 
The thing is... Tate, uh, you're right. As a grave cleric, <laughs> necrotic does not necessarily mean evil. What do you think? Uh, this, will, this will have to be the constant choice. I'm going to say... I'm gonna say necrotic damage. Okay, because because of the nature of the grave cleric. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I think that's reasonable. Okay. Even though you are a good aligned cleric. Yeah, and so uh, it says that I have to have a holy symbol to use this, but it is a necrotic spell. So can I use my wand to do this? Yes, you have a holy symbol. You mm-hmm. do still have that. Mm-hmm. You're just casting the somatic uh, elements with the wand. Okay. So then it's a plus one to the Saving. spell that they have to make. Right. Okay, just wanted to make sure that was clear. Yeah. And so now it is a three D8s of necrotic damage plus one. When it starts its turn. When it starts its turn, yes. Cool, cool, cool. And it's ongoing. Yes. Cool. For ten minutes. Does it have a benefit for Ridley? Um, it is basically protecting him because he can't, he can't be affected by this, mm-hmm. but... Um, it'll it'll damage the, the flame if he doesn't move. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um. Also, like I said, an affected creature's speed is halved in this area. Right. So. Um. Okay. So now you're not within melee range, but you are close to the flint. Mm-hmm. Um. Is now Rain's turn. Mm-hmm. Rain is uh probably twenty feet off. Mm-hmm. Um. Did she kill the other guy? Yes. Okay. So, um, and the Flint is the only one standing. Yes. Okay. Can she get into melee range without entering the 15-foot circle? Is she not an ally? Can, can... Oh, wait, no, you're right. Is she not protected? No, she You is... can designate, like, so many people, I guess. Yeah. So I then, yeah, assume... she can, she can run she's up and get She's in your five. It. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, she's gonna run up and, uh, join in the glaive, with, with a, with a glaive. Gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. And that is a 14 plus 7. Hits. Okay. So it's a D10 plus 4. And that is uh, 10 points 10. of damage. All right. That's and cool. I get, to, I get to actually use all of this creature's abilities because I don't feel like you're overwhelmed because you have so many allies. And then <laughs> she's going to do it again. All right. And that is an 18, or yeah, a uh, uh, 16 plus 7. Hits. Okay. So that is... Uh, seven plus four, damage. Eleven. All right. Uh, Ridley, you are unfortunately still paralyzed. Yep. Um, it is now going to be it is now the Flynn's turn. Uh-huh. Um, since Rain has entered, one of the attacks is going to go towards Rain. Um, that is a sixteen. That hits because I know what Rain's modifiers are. Um. And this is going to be a Flail of Madness, um, which is five, which does ten damage. Um, the target must make a Wisdom saving throw. So you can make a you make a Wisdom saving throw for rain. Okay. Wait, you said she on. has ten damage. Oh yeah. Also, uh, his saving throw to take that hit. He succeeds in the saving throw, oh. uh, but he has to make it again later. Oh. Okay. So, and it was her wisdom? Yeah, wisdom saving throw. Okay, so that was a 14. 14? Um, okay. The target must make a melee attack against a random target within its reach on its next turn. If it has no target within its reach, even after moving, it loses its action on that turn. Okay. So, 
randomly making a random attack. Um, and he's going to make uh, another swing and piss. Doesn't matter who he was aiming at. Um, and then another swing at you, Ridley. Um, and that one does hit. For... Did he make his... He did. He succeeded. Does he take partial damage? I, th- I thought so. If he does, go ahead and roll his partial damage. Um, if not, he still has to make it next turn. Like every, It's going to be ongoing every turn he has to try and make it. Yeah, so he takes uh, half the damage. Cool. So it's 3d8s halved. Right. Um, Ridley, you take 9 damage. Um, and roll a wisdom saving throw. I'm assuming he does the same flail every turn. Six plus eight. Uh, six plus eight. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, so, so he takes seven. seven points seven. of necrotic damage. Cool. Oh wait, eight. Eight, eight points, points of necrotic damage. Um. Cool. Oh, I just rolled a four, so I probably didn't make that. Did not make that. So uh, on your next turn, you do not get to choose your target. Um. Okay. Do I know this? Um, yes, because you are maddened. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, you see the flint hit both Ridley and Rain, and it does something to them. Like, when it hits them, uh, they, like, stagger back, and it's almost like they, they can't really make sense of who they're looking at. Mm-hmm. And they're looking, uh, they're just looking as if they're surrounded by enemies. Um... And it is now your turn. Okay. Am I still paralyzed? No. Okay. No longer paralyzed, but you're maddened. Okay. It's like it's like a baby. He has like a baby version of whole person, or a baby version of Crown of Madness, or just a really really painful flail. Yeah. Okay. So, how hurt does he look? Um. He's. He's taking a pretty good chunk of damage. He's uh, he's ravenous, but he is um, he's huffing and puffing. He's not looking in good shape. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and. Uh, Make the throw for uh, spiritual weapon to hit him. Okay. All the hunters miss the arrows. You, there's too many of you guys in the way. Okay. They can't get a good shot. Are you intentionally making uh, Ridley experience battlefield rage in this episode? I'm not. Okay. You got closest. You're right. He's a hyena. Well, like that <laughs> That and also like touching scimitar. Oh, well, that's just that is an effect of the scimitar, but you'll learn more about it as it comes. Fantastic. 10 Boy. plus 7. Sensational. 17. 17. Does that hit? That does hit. Oh, thank God. Okay. Um, right on the edge. All right. So that's... I'm hanging out of my mood with you. 48 plus 4. The song is so fucking hard. It so. really does. Okay. Okay. 6 plus 4 is 10. So that he takes... 10 damage. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on him again. All right. That is, this is his, his saving, saving throw. throw. Ooh, that is 13? 15. He yep. fails. He fails. All right. So roll 
2d12s. 2d12s plus one. Cross all the fingers, guys. Okay, so it's a nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Is it a d10? No. No, 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 no. No, that was a d10. That was the wrong Do you one. Want, I'm going to say this right now. That was a nine. Do you want to keep that roll? You should. You of should. of your one of your two rolls. I'm going to keep that. Okay. <laughs> it was something a, a DM I had did whenever someone would misroll. Like, do you want to keep that number before you try again and accidentally roll a two? Okay. It's a nine and a six nine plus a six. one. Plus one? What does it look like? Oh, thank God. Oh, it's the it's the usual with Toll the Dead. Um, you know, his mind, his his brain falls it's out of his ears. bleeding out of his eyes and ears. Oh, yeah. Just brain chunks. Whole uh, thing. He doesn't fall when he dies. He just stops moving. He's just looming over Ridley and Rain with his flail, but he has just stopped. No more breathing, no more panting, but still looks furious and intimidating as he stands. I take. Can I take my spear and hit him to the ground? Yes. Wait. No. Don't do that to him. It feels wrong. I don't know why. He's still standing and he's dead. <laughs> For a fighter to die on his feet and to be, I don't know, it, let him have it. <laughs> Ooh, I almost had, almost rolled an attack. I, I thought about rolling an attack for Rain and Ridley because they're so maddened, but ah, I don't, I don't, you're just going to heal it later. <laughs> listen, I don't want to tell a grave cleric how to flip burgers, but I think he earned it. Okay, well then I take his shoulders and lay him on the ground, and uh, I do gentle repose and... Okay. Who are you fix a gentle repose, specifically? Um, uh, they can't become, uh, they can't become undead. Cool. Noted. All right. Do gentle repose to everything, please. Well, it's a level two spell. I don't so. like Sid's. I don't like Sid's <laughs> smile. Oh no. Um. So, the the hyenas are dead. Um. The hunters, thank you guys. Um. They uh. I say don't thank us too much yet. We still have two more we have to get. Um, I think we I think we could probably handle the little ones. I think without without the head, their their war band's going to fall apart. Um, I don't know if those two gnolls will survive much longer on their own. Uh, they might run to an owl bear, and that would be the end for them. Um, but without with, without that warrior, I don't think they're going to be a problem. Okay. Um, they offer a uh, healing potion to both Ridley and Rain because they uh, took some good hits. So yeah. roll a healing potion, healing. Uh, how much is that? Two d four plus one. Okay. That might not be right, Three, but that's how I seem to remember it. Six plus one, so seven. Oh, cool. Um, and that's not much, but it helps. And um, thanks for the Gatorade. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so. Uh, they uh, they say uh, if you come on, come back with us to the uh, to our cart, and we'll uh, 
get you guys your reward. We appreciate you coming and helping. Um, is there anything else you want to do uh, around the camp before you go? Um, I want to look in the tents. Yeah, I'd like to look in the tents and see what they've got going on here. It's not pretty. Uh-huh. Of course not. A lot of bones, a lot of corpses, in various stages of being eaten. Yum. Uh, we can... They're, they're like humanoids, right? Not animals. Uh, mostly animals here. Remember they said that they haven't made it... There haven't been any recorded attacks yet. Okay. Um, but you saw the flint. He was, uh... Okay. He is capable. He was very capable. Okay. I say we burn it. Sure. Yeah. We can burn it. We do that. Okay, cool. So you just kind of take all the bodies and put them on the on the fire and everything. Yeah. Um, there you go. What was the thing he was wielding? His flail, yeah. Um, he has a magic flail. Just a plus one flail, but yeah. Hmm. When he wields it, it causes all those crazy effects because it's sort of like a spell, a ritual of his. Um, but he... Uh, when others with it, it is a plus one mace. So, if anyone wants that. Uh, I do not need a plus one mace. Does the cleric need a plus one mace? No, I've got okay. other stuff. But, if you want to take it and do something with it later. Sure. I'll sell it That's later. Yours. That's yours? Yeah. Um, uh, you head back to their, uh, to the hunter's cart and stuff. They, uh, get you guys some supplies. If they offer you, uh, food and drink on your, before you head back, if you need anything. Um, they have like some, um, they can cook up some meats and stuff that they have. They also uh, give you 250 gold um, as part of the uh, the bounty from the local guards and what they pulled together to hire some uh, some fighters. Sweet. So Just split that down the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so and then the monster. You also gain the monster clearance fee of 175 when you reach the oh, the um, guard tower. Okay. Um, they give you a little writ that has um, that you completed the mission as requested. Nice. So there you go. Fantastic. We're so, doing basic math. Yep. Some neato hunters. And then what was the other one? We got uh, seventy-five each from the other one, or four hundred and twenty-five the... total. Hold on. Two fifty plus one seventy-five. Oh wait, I thought we each got two fifty. No. no. We each got one twenty five. If we're splitting it down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then yeah. yeah. The total after you get the fee from the guard tower. Will okay. Be... We got two twelve and a half. Or two twelve and five silver. Yeah. Each. Okay. Okay. So, um I like I like my gold decimal system. Um, uh, so you guys are able to head back. You make it back by uh, about dusk. I'm gonna say that it's it's pretty easy traveling, and you guys could take a, a short rest if you wanted to, for those logistic purposes, or if you are planning on not taking the next mission until another day passes and having a long rest. That is up to you guys. Um, because of my health, I would rather go to sleep. All right. So yeah. We have so, to wait until nightfall, anyways, right? Do the other bounty? Yes. Yeah. Um, a long rest is eight hours. Oh, okay. So. Uh, never mind. But yeah, let's uh, go ahead and, and rest. Well, for you, if you want your spell slots back, you have to rest eight hours. Ridley can rest in four hours. Yeah. 
if you don't want to pick up. I need my spell slots back. So I've used up all of them. Yeah, you did your fireball goodies. Yes. So yeah, you got all that gold and the uh, plus one flail. Toasty. And I think that's a good spot to take a break right quick. We'll uh, come back in a little bit. Hey, we're back. Hello. All right, so that's the mood. Yeah. Deal with I it. guess and you guys done. made it back, got paid, and then uh, called it a day. Or did you want to do more shopping, or do you want to wait till the after the next mission? Wait till after the next one. I want to be rolling in it. Or I mean, well, I guess we could time it out where you guys wake up after the long rest in time to go look around and it'd still be dark out if you want to. I don't want to go shopping again until I can afford to wrap myself in Gucci belts like a Kingdom Hearts character. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, so, Carter. Let's go. That's beautiful. Um, but do you want to do it that way? Do you want it to like the long rest just kind of ends and it's like 3 or 4 a.m. and you go out? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Alright. So that's what happened. Nice. Um, so the warehouse district um, is uh, where the disappearances are occurring. Um, are you waking up right or are you just you two doing this time? Uh, just you, us you two. Waking up your goblin friend or your uh, cousin? We don't. We don't know if a fight's imminent or not. We're just kind of gathering in info at this point, so I don't yeah. see the need to wake anyone else up yet. Yeah. I, I, know, know. I know, I know, I know. Meta and shit. Um, yeah. For those who didn't know, I put the monster manual in my hands on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alright, that's fair. Um, so, we arrive at the warehouse district. It is uh, freaky and foggy. and um, Is it spooky? Oh, uh, yes. There is a... There is a <laughs> there's it's also like, it's like I'm there. There's also a noticeable increase in population of bats, rats, and wolves in the region. Not violent. You just see some wolves running around, and it's just this place just lousy with rats. Ricky Bobby was right. There's packs of wild dogs combing the city at night, ruling. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> uh, you also see a lot of withered plants and. Um, your shadows look very, very dark and pronounced. Um, also a lot of fog. Like, distinctly more fog than the rest of the city at 4 a.m. Um, I would like to roll a perception check on this fog and my shadow. Alright. Hey, I'm drunk and I want to make a bad decision. <laughs> Uh, do, do you want to make a bad decision, or does your character want to make a bad decision? I don't know. Because this is your baby. I know. We're so um, intertwined. What would you come up with? Um, okay, so that is a... I got a 23 on perception. Yeah, man, that's real creepy. <sighs> I roll <laughs> that, in... That, bo that fog and them shadows, real freaky. I roll an arcana check on them shadows and that fog. Yes. Ooh. I hope it's a puppy. Oh. Uh, I only rolled a 12 on that Arcana check. If, if you had 
if you had to take a shot in the dark, it'd be... Uh, Which you literally have to. It's uh, It's got a pretty undead spookiness about it. This looks like a job for tougher folks. <laughs> I go shopping and forget this ever happened. <laughs> you have a cleric. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, I had a full rest, right? Yes. Oh, it's I can't do it again in one go. Can't do what? Let's let's get meta. What are you thinking? I was gonna. I mean, you can explain spells. You're both spellcasters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if I didn't study or anything, I'm just good, baby. Well, see, here's the thing. Touch. Because I have the good shit. Um. Yes. As a as a light cleric, or as just a cleric no, you're in not. general. Okay. Um. I actually have the the turn undead thing. The thing is, I don't know where it is. That's your channel divinity. Oh, that explains. Also, um, there's a deep, deep, dark part of my soul right now that makes me want to cast daylight in this very spooky and scary situation. Can daylight travel with you? Uh, it'll last for an hour in a range of 60 feet, but I can't... Of you, or does it just stay in one spot? Uh, it is a sphere of light, but I can... It says that I can choose it to point on an object... Oh. that I'm holding or one that isn't being worn or carried so I could carry it with me hmm <laughs> so you'd have to hold it in your hand is what I'm hearing yeah, yeah. Okay. you cast it like but on I a could, shield or something. but I could have daylight in the palm of my hand and it'd be a lot less creepy you can have sunshine in a bag I can have sunshine in a bag um. <laughs> <laughs> alright so what do you do? Batter up, motherfucker, and I hold my shield up. I, um, you know what? I'm getting... <coughs> We're keeping getting, it together, for just for I'm getting, you. I'm getting a little worried, so, um... I don't have false life anymore, but I think I should. What? So I think I'm gonna do You're that. You're gonna cast false life on yourself? Yeah. I'm only gonna do like level one though. Okay. Cool. Just because. Uh, D4 I don't, plus four. Just because I don't wanna like. Die. It gives you like a good cushion. Yeah. D4 plus four. Ridley is holding <gasps> his shield An like a. Ridley is still standing there holding his shield like a baseball bat, just feeling kind of awkward <laughs> while the cleric is buffing itself. Alrighty, so what are you, what are y'all, what are y'all doing around here? What are you looking, looking for? Looking um, they didn't say exactly where in the warehouse district these disappearances happened. They uh, right near Corvary Shipping. Okay, I'm gonna go over there. Let's go there. Let's go there. All right. Um, so, you're just, just so many rats. You're just, like, kicking rats out of the way. Uh, more. Um, you're hearing distinctly more bats. Is this. there one that I can pick up and hold? Uh, no. Um. There's, there's definitely, like, hanging bats, like Christmas lights along the rims of the, the warehouses. Cute. And, uh, why don't y'all make me some perception checks? How are all of these, uh, 
scavengers and like selective detritus eaters like being fed. I'm just being exaggerant on the number of rats, bats, and wolves. Perception is because I thought it was a good region feature. (laughs) It's fantastic. Mine was a eighteen. Eighteen. A nineteen. Fine, be that way. Bitch. (laughs) Carter, I love you. I'm so tired. You just said red out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, Soot, what is your AC? Oh, fuck. Um, if I lied and said it was 29, would that be okay? (laughs) No. What's what's your AC? Uh, it's 15. 15? Unless I'm lying, it's 15. (laughs) So you get bit all of a sudden. Ow. Um, and you take... Uh, eight plus uh six damage. You take eight piercing damage and six necrotic damage. So I take six points of damage, and my boss life is gone. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Um, and you hear a hiss, and you turn around and you see a uh woman with very pale skin and red eyes and sharp fangs uh, and sharp claws looking at you. Um, be a... But wait, I rolled a 19 in perception. They rolled a 24 in sneak. What the fuck? <laughs> and now, uh, I guess just roll initiative. That's probably a good place. That's probably a good next step, I think. Yeah, I was about to... I don't know what else I can tell you, except there's this woman here to fight you guys. Hey, there's a nat 20. A natural 20. Um, 14. 14. All right. All right. So, Ridley, it is your turn. Yes. Uh, this fight is not going to be with a wand. It's going to be with that new scimitar. With a knife! Wars are not one. It's not one by, by by words. It's what's one by knives. What you got there, Ridley? A knife! <laughs> no! <laughs> I don't have a knife. Where the fuck did it go? I'm fine. I remember its stats. It's a plus one scimitar. Yeah. Uh, scimitars are d6s of damage. They are d6s. And the, uh, to hit is plus 9. Yeah, that plus 1. Okay, so that's over 20. Okay, that hits. Uh, and so with the green blade flame, it's gonna be 2d6 plus 1, right? Yes. Okay. 6... Six damage. Six. Wait, so it's 2d6 plus one plus your dex modifier. Eight. Eight. All right. Um, after that uh, strike with some fire, uh, she's going to 
Um, so she's going to take a um, a claw attack at you, Ridley. Mm-hmm. That is a ten plus six, sixteen to hit. Uh, that does not hit. All right, I'm doing sword and shield this fight. Yeah, Simtar one-handed. And uh, is it going to try and take a bite at you, Ridley? And it misses. Uh, does it have any bonus actions? It does not. Okay. Um, so, so, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to... How close is this bitch? It's right on you. Just bit you. Okay. I'm gonna... Vampiric Touch. And... See what happens. Okay. Um, so I touch the person with my shadowy hand. Mm-hmm. And Roll I have hit. to make a melee attack. Yep, we'll hit. And it's plus one. With your wand. Yes. Okay, that's a 12 plus... Thir- that's 1, so 13. Oh, wait! No, it's a spell... S- it's a yeah, spell, it's spell attack. attack, yeah. Okay, so it's a 12 plus 7 plus 8. Or so, so oh, that hits, yeah. Okay, it's so 12 plus 8. Alright, and then uh, on a hit, the target takes 3d6s of necrotic damage plus 1. 6, 5, 3. So, six, five, four. Four. Uh, Ten, fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay. Fifteen okay. points of damage. And then, uh, as a... B- <sighs> yeah. Bonus action? Yeah, let's go ahead and whip out my spiritual weapon. Okay. And gonna make an attack on the, the vampy bitch. Okay. So the vampiric touch, um, it definitely makes contact and connects, um, but it doesn't feel like it's as effective as you think it uh, should have been. Okay, so wait, how much? So I did fifteen, right? Uh, maybe. Okay, well I have to regain health back because that's how vampiric touch works. So how much do I get back? I'm supposed to get half back, but if that's you, not... you regain half of the necrotic damage rolled. So regardless, you still regain six. Okay, so then I'm at zero. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, it's based on your roll, not based on the monster. Okay. That's sweet. Um, but yeah, it it does not seem to uh, affect the creature in the manner that you thought. Okay, so then yeah, I'm gonna spiritual weapon and mm-hmm. that stuff. Okay. That's uh, 10 plus 7. Hits. Okay, and that's... What are you? Fuck. Um... Reading's hard. <laughs> One D eight. Uh, that's six plus four, so ten. Ten. Cool. Ridley, it's your turn. Uh, same old story, same old song and dance. Oh no! I don't hit the thing. You don't hit the thing. Okay. Uh, wait. Does eleven hit? No. Okay. Two plus nine. Do you have any bonus actions? Yeah. Um, I know sorcerers do that. Right? I will use the sorcerer points and do a quicken spell on this thing. Okay. Um, 
uh, out of the basic focus out of my shield. Okay. And it will be a greener flamer blade. Ha! <laughs> no, no, it will be a second level, um, second level magic missile. Okay. Cool. What's your damage? One, two, four. Hey. Two. Two. Ten. Two, four, two, two, and then plus one for each missile, right? Uh, I don't get that plus one. Wait, doesn't it, isn't the D four plus one? You're right. The damage. You're right. So fourteen. Yes. All right. All right. So, vampire's gonna try its thing again and horribly miss. Um, and then the second claw attack is going to uh, take a hit on you, Ridley, because um, you're the one who keeps uh, swinging and stuff. Um, that's a claw attack, which is 2d4. What? That's such a... 2... And... 1 for each brain lobe. <laughs> 5 plus 3. That's 8 damage. God save. Alright. Ain't nothing. Yes, soot. It's gonna be your move. Okay. Uh, I'm channeling divinity and, uh, turn undead. Okay. Now this is, uh, I am level 5 so if it is a CR one half or lower then it just dies. Okay. Uh, it is not. Okay. It is not that. So it runs away 30 feet. Or makes a wisdom saving throw. Sorry. Wisdom saving throw. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then um, Oof! That fails. Okay. So then it is turned for one minute um a turned creature must spend its turn trying to move as far away from me as it can, and it er, and it can't willingly move in a space within 30 feet from me. Uh, and for its action, it can only use dashes to try to escape the effects. That so does it, it does it moving. take that action immediately? That's I don't. Or on its next turn, does it start running? I was under the impression that that was on its next turn, but unless it says something differently there. There's certain things. Does it say to use its so, reaction to turn her away? Doesn't it whisper does it like that? I don't know if Turn Undead does. Must spend its turns trying to move as far away from you as spend it can. Spend its turn. Okay, cool. So on its next turn, it will be running away. So but it's frightened. That's the thing, though, is that that's the part that doesn't make any sense. The creature fails its saving throw. It is turned for one minute. Mm hmm. Or until it takes any damage. Okay, so it is currently turned. Okay. Or until it takes any damage. Yep. If it takes any damage, does it retry the save, or is it no longer turned? It doesn't say. Then it I just would, says I that it can't... If there's nowhere to move, the creature can use a dodge action. So, if you do that... I think it has to try and run away on its turn. Right. But if it gets hit, I think it snaps out of it. Is that what that sounds like? I don't I don't know if that's That doesn't that seems weak. It's a once a day thing that you're calling on your god for. Yeah, that yeah. seems weak. I'm gonna say it doesn't. I'm saying it has that it has uh one minute and it can retry at the end of its turn. It's, it's it's turned for one minute 
or until it takes any damage. Yeah, that seems weak, though. I'm going to say, if it takes damage, it can retry the save at the end of its turn. I'm going to give it my own rules, because it seems... Channel Divinity should be more useful. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I'm going to say, yeah, so it is still turned. If you attack it, it will run away on its turn, and at the end of its turn, it can retry the save. Okay. Then in That's that how, case, like, whole person works and most frightens work, so I'm going to... Okay. I'm going to do it that way. So then in that case, I'm going to bonus action uh, spiritual weapon. Yeah. Because I'll be real with you guys, this thing already heals every turn. So, you know what? It's You have you have the odds stacked on you. Okay. And that's uh, a uh, 12 plus 7. 12 plus 7? Mm-hmm. So 19. 19. Oh, uh, that hits. Okay. And so that's a DA plus 4... That's seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Oh. Ridley, your turn. All right, I'm going to do the same thing again. I like that scimitar, and then I'll do the bonus uh, mm-hmm. second level magic, magic missile. missile. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that's a nat 19. Nice hits. Don't have to roll anything Definitely besides hits. that. 2d6 plus 3. Your famous blade. That is 11 damage on the scimitar. Mm -hmm. Nice. 3. 2. 4. 2. 11 plus 4. 15 damage. 15 damage. Cool. Yeah. 26 damage. I'm yeah. a big, strong boy. Yeah. Alright, so it's going to immediately try and run away from you guys. Um, so, uh, you're both in melee range, so, so you get to attempt an attack of opportunity. Uh, that is a 15. 15 to hit? Yep. Um, that does hit. Just uh, hits. Okay. Does auto green flame blade apply on attacks of opportunity? No. Okay. Because you can't cast a spell as an attack of opportunity without without a feature. Okay. So it's just a scimitar attack. So that is five damage. Five damage. Cool. Alright. So, so do you have a weapon drawn? Uh, I think I probably have my um. Do you have your wand drawn or your spear drawn? I have my wand drawn. You could make an attack of opportunity, but it'd just be an unarmed strike, which would just be your strength modifier or your dex modifier. You're this grave cleric that can, like, summon a spiritual weapon, and you have, like, all these beautiful spells and things like that, but then if this thing runs away from you, you're like, hey, fuck you, and you try and punch it. Just try and trip it. I love it. But you can you can roll an unarmed strike if you'd like. Do it. Never mind? Okay. Oh, okay. Alright. Uh, cool. I so. Have a plan. Um, it failed at saving throw, so it's still turned and it's still it ran thirty feet away from you guys. Perfect. So uh, your turn. All right. It so, is undead. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to do is uh, sacred flame. All right. Okay. And so that is a dexterity saving throw for you. It failed. Okay. And oh, fourteen. Fourteen. That does fail. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um. So. 
and I'm at fifth level, so that is two d8s of radiant damage. Only d8s? Is it d8s or d10s? It is d8. Oh, okay. Yeah, the spell itself is only in d8s, but since I am level five, it's two. It's two. At level eleven, it's three. Seventeenth yeah. or at seventeenth level, would be forty-eight. Go for it. Go ham. So that is six. Oh no. And seven. Seven. Fifteen. Huh. Wait, is it six? A six and a seven, or six plus one? Oh, six plus seven. Yeah. I said fifteen. That's it's not thirteen. True. Thirteen. My bad. And then uh, bonus oh, no, action. Three. Uh, spiritual weapon. Make your attack. Blech. Blech. Uh, that's four plus seven. Eleven. Misses. Yeah. Ridley, it's your turn. Third time. Same thing. I keep, I like it. It's a good pick. Boom. Again, and that's your last second level slot. It is. Hits. Uh, 11 damage on the scimitar. Um, I will cast this as first level, though. Okay. Three. Three. Two. Eight. Eight. Plus three. Sorry. 11 damage. 11 damage. Nice. All right. The last hit does take it out. What, what does that look like? Uh, just the classic holds up three fingers, blows straight through its head. Gotcha. Alright, you have defeated the vampire spawn. Um, Neat. It regenerated 10 HP every round that it wasn't hit by a radiant attack. Fuck! Also resist necrotic. Mm-hmm. No, it's okay. I only, I mean, I'm back at full health, so that's really all that matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry for the confusion on that. Um, but yes, you defeat the vampire spawn. Um, you notice that the mist has let up. Some of the rats have left. They're like, oh, this, I don't like this place anymore. They see their tiny rat suitcases as they walk away. This place just doesn't have the same ambiance. You see one wolf off in the distance with a suitcase in its mouth. It looks you both in the eyes and then runs away. There <laughs> is a fist. There is its fist back. Nice. He says we're due for a long winter. Uh. <laughs> um, he wrote a bad song, BG. <laughs> he wrote a bad song. Um, so, what do you do now? Um, don't we gotta, like, find people? We can find some bones of people. Oh, shit. Guess we gotta. Can I roll a perception check to see yes. if we can find yes, a Yes, now the fog is lifting. You yeah. Can. There are three dead girls in the middle of the street now. <laughs> uh, 13 plus 7. So a modified 20. Nice. Dog queen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Soot, you, uh, with your tracking abilities, you kind of get a sense of where this uh, creature came from. And you find a... Uh, I look over in the sewer and there's a hand. <laughs> there's sort of like a, a little burrow under the back of the foundation of one of the warehouses. And there's a, um, you, you do definitely see, um, bodies that have been drained of blood, yeah. uh, left there. They, it seemed the vampire was not interested in making more vampires, it just, uh, needed to survive. it just needed food. 
Well, this is a fitting metaphor for industrialism. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you knew what I was going for. (laughs) Um, A warehouse built on the bones of the labor. (laughs) So, uh, you completed the, the vampire spawn bounty. Now for the water weird bounty. I need to find excuses to use a water weird. She's says. such a good name. She's cute. <laughs> it sounds like Skeletor by default. <laughs> I'm the water weird. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the mountain goats. <laughs> are they are they the water weirds or are they that sound? Oh, that's. I Both. love you. I love you, John Darnell. Love your voice. Don't change. <laughs> so there you go. You have uh, defeated. The vampire. Fucking dope. Yes. I've done so many cool things. I killed a dragon. I killed a bunch of gnolls. Yeah. We beat up a vampire. You have so many fun stories to tell now. The I need big a city's drink. crazy. <laughs> I need a drink. We've killed so many things. The big city's crazy, dogs. It's four o'clock in the morning. I want to find a bar that's open. Yeah, you've gone into like traditional Dungeons and Dragons thing. Uh, so yeah, you can go to the bar, celebrate, have a drink. Uh, it's definitely, last call is not like a thing, I think, in, like, I feel like in the medieval era there will always be somewhere that is, like, serving you alcohol if you were willing to pay for alcohol. You know. Uh, before we left that scene, though, family, like, fucking pendant, some old mysterious looking jewels on this old vampire lady. Oh, yeah. Uh, not really. Uh, okay. After the magic missile, she kind of just, like, began to rot almost immediately. Mm. Okay. I didn't apply a magic hat to that one. I just gave it a really high gold bounty. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, so you're able to go go have some drinks, celebrate uh, a good day's work of bounties at 5 a.m., You know, better make it an Irish coffee. <laughs> I was going to say, I want a shot of Z-Quil. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there you there you go. There's that. Um, do you want to skip to like the next morning? Do you want to... Yeah, we can skip to the next morning. Anything yeah. you all want to do? Alright. I guess we'd be waking up at noon, though. Yeah. Yeah. You can get rest in, wake up at noon. That's okay. Um, do I get my spell slots back? Yes, you have all your spell slots back. Um, you... you Clear out the bounty board for a little bit. The guards are happy. You, you're able to receive your reward of uh, 320 gold for you guys to split. Nice. I can't math. 160. You get 160 from that. Nice. Now the part you guys have all been waiting for. Shop. 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 Okay. Uh, also at the uh, guards. Um, uh, Bosch catches up with you guys um, he heard that you guys came in um, and you were doing some bounties he comes to catch up with you congratulates you on your bounties and uh, lets you know um, I know you guys are going to continue your travels um, the lightning rail is back up and running and Vandell is able to get you guys passage if you guys are interested um, fantastic 
It runs it runs from here through Thrain and Breland itself, wherever you would like to head. Um, it can help you. He can get you guys some passage pretty easily. Uh, we're planning on going through Breland, going to Breland through Thrain, so that's fantastic. Are you? Are we? Are you going to the Moorlands? Yes. Yes. Sorry. Breland's the opposite the direction. Others. Uh, when you hit Thrain, you can go right into the Mornlands or left into Breland and south to two other places that I haven't memorized. We're going to go through Thrain and then do some soul searching. That sounds fun. Do you want to come with us? Well, no, I'm pretty busy here. Yeah. Uh, what if I? This seems imbalanced for me to travel with you guys. Get stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like I might have to do some carrying of the weights there. I'm not sure. Please, I'm like CR14. You guys should just bump yourselves up a little bit. Uh, Man, if I was there by the with the dragon by myself, it would have no contest. Yeah, but you didn't. It'd be yeah. rods. My one weakness. I was about to say, yeah, locked doors are a real bitch, huh? <laughs> Magical stabs, my one weakness. All right. Yeah, he gives you that info. And catch up with Vandal at the Lightning Rail, and he's able to get you transport into the next country. All right. That you're willing to go. Uh, so, yeah. you can go shopping. Um, since I, I'm assuming you guys are wanting Rain to be y'all's uh, ally, is that is that what you? I'm down. Yeah. No, I'm 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 down. Okay. Cool. All right. Yes, we're gonna do that then. Okay. So. Um, Not that I don't want McAllister. <laughs> McAllister. Um. Well, I just I don't often want a baked potato, but there's only one place I'd go for them. Mm. <laughs> That's so. That's so reasonable. Like that's absolutely true. Like what else right. do I go to McAllister's for? You want a sandwich? Oh wow! How unique of you. You make good sandwiches. Fucking step up, McAllister's. They've got okay sweet tea. Yeah, I don't give a shit yeah. about sweet tea. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Panera Bread. I get some unique teas. And macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Um, I'm because I am an easy person to please. <laughs> Um, but Rain is going to help you guys roll around the city to do some of the, the dopest shopping. Mm. Um, so, you guys tell me what you are looking for. A pug. What do you want to be able to do? Um, also, there's some stuff... <gasps> it's day 30! It is. It is day 30. <laughs> what happens? Um... <laughs> It doesn't actually make any noise. You just have, like, a rustling in your bag. And, like, when you look in your bag, there's just, like, this little potato with arms and, like, a little stalk above his head. is like, going through your things. <laughs> I pick him up! So, this this is Poe. He's got, he's got, like, a little... He's a little potato, and he looks like he's wearing pants. Uh, his legs broke through the bottom of the pot. <laughs> So he is here to help you. His name's Potato. Potato. He is a tiny creature, and he is currently level zero. 
you have a baby. He is a baby. He is a baby. Here, you can have. You can manage the the potato sheet. potato. Um, and Carter, if you want to manage range sheet from there. Okay. Um, and I, I'll take Bill Thompson and Alice's back. He's an um, awake potato. His background is potato. You have Poe. Poe the potato. He's got an unarmed strike of zero. Yeah, he has no modifiers. <laughs> he actually has negative modifiers. I love him so much. He's perfect. If you train him long enough, he can he can take a class. Yeah, he will be below your level, um, but he can he can train and learn a class. Um, uh, he can actually only learn one of the. Uh, he can learn fighter, rogue, or wizard. I'm gonna cry. I'm crying right now. <laughs> he can't. He can't be any specialized like lore based class. He can only be. He can be like, hey, I learned to pick locks. I learned to shoot spells, or I learned to swing a sword. My Not like a tribesman potato. or a monk or anything. My tiny potato. Oh my goodness. That's wonderful. Oh my goodness. I guess he could be a warlock if you found if you found someone he could discuss his patronage with. <laughs> um, so what do I need to? How do I teach him? What do I do? Well, right now he's not good at much. He he. You kind of just got to nurture him for a little bit. He's holding the he's holding the exp share. Just yeah. just give it some time. You set him out front. Like at the beginning of the battle, then you pick him back up, scoop him up, and then you go into battle. You did fantastic, Poe. I love you so much, Poe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. So what you're telling me is that I need a papoose to put my potato in. Oh, and then there's that one. There, then there's that one orc that knows pursuit, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, no. It's dead. No, my magic card. <laughs> so rude and unnecessary of you. No, um, you need a papoose. But yes, you need a, you need a potato papoose. A potato poos. <laughs> a potato. A But yes, you have a tiny awakened potato. Oh my god, I'm crying. I'm actually crying. He has little arms and little legs. Can you draw a picture of him for me? I will later. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. Sensational. Sensational. <laughs> Ridley! Ridley, look, I have a son! <laughs> I stare so deep into its eyes, I don't see a It doesn't more. have eyes. It actually has blind sight of 30 feet. What? It has blind sight of 30 feet. What's that mean? So it can't be, it can't be blinded, um, but it senses through earth tremors. <sighs> oh. Oh, Daredevil. Right. I hold, I hold my hand out for it. It puts its tiny, tiny potato hand, and it's like on two of your fingers. <laughs> its grip is so strong. <laughs> Hello. Rain is very confused and is like. That might be the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Don't you dare! I will find someone else for this party. <laughs> Do not make fun of my son. <laughs> Do you know it's a boy? It is now. It's a potato. It doesn't have a gender. <laughs> Your child. 
This is my child. Leave my baby alone. Don't you ever talk to me or my son ever again. Okay. <laughs> he is Poe. Potato. Potato. Well. Oh my goodness, I'm crying. <laughs> it's nice to meet you, associate. <laughs> He anyway. gives you a knowing nod. This gives you a knowing nod. <laughs> <laughs> Nods knowingly. Right. Uh, I wipe away so my silent I... tears and I'm ready to go shopping. <laughs> what do I feed him? I don't... I have uh, what he requires in his rest. He can take a long rest in actually an hour as long as he's within water and direct sunlight. Plot twist, it eats me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then in that case... Um... They're rising up. You can water him and stuff, but as long as he has, like, each day he has, like, a, an, as long as he spends enough time in direct sunlight and has, like, an hour within water, he'll, he'll be fine. Okay. So, the first thing I need to do is buy a fishbowl. <laughs> I don't know if it's a fishbowl, necessarily, but more like Not one that of those, much water, that's one of those, too like, much water. the little things you put under a pot I'm that not... you just fill with, like, a little basin. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. I was going to get a, a, a fishbowl, right? And then I was going to fill it up just the very bottom with water. So that way he can stay in the fish. Oh, you're gonna make like a little terrarium with a little Good. bit of water at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I get you. And then I'm gonna turn it into a, like a sling. Yeah, I got and, you. And like tie it around the top so that way he's just like right there at my hip. I got you. And still in direct sunlight. Yeah. Cool beans. Gotcha. I'm not worried about how much that costs. That's okay. nothing. You're such a good mother. That's and nothing. I give him, and I, I buy a little bit of glimmer weave so that way I can make a little bow tie for him. Oh, it looks fantastic. That's like two silver. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Does he feel loved? Well, it pro- I don't know. It probably have to be like Fantasy Nordstrom, so that's like, I don't know, that might be a gold. Like a, for like a single bow tie? Like, come on. Listen. You know how expensive those places get. Hey, Nordstrom racks are all over the place. How yeah. I'll just I'll just give them five silver. Is that okay? Yeah, that works. Okay. So I don't have any more silver. You haggle for a bow tie. You haggle in Nordstrom's for <laughs> baby clothes for your for your baby <laughs> for your baby potato. I feel like I've seen this scene before <laughs> when I was uh, in Chicago. <laughs> so, um, so in these shops. Oh like, wait, no. I'm sorry. Oh. It's not. It's not a Nordstrom. It's a Burberry. Holy shit. I know. No, you spent two gold on that. Yeah, yeah. man. That's fair. Um, so Only the best for my baby. So, we got we got some good magic shops and stuff for, like, the things that you want. Wait, um, did you... Hold on. One more. One more, I promise. <laughs> did you go to Burberry or did you go to Burtuber? <laughs> I'm ashamed that I let you do that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, so... Uh, if you're looking for armor and basic weapons and stuff, the finest blades is the blacksmith. Um, they also are capable of enchanting and upgrading and doing commissions and things like that. If that's just what you are looking for, um, enchanted spirits is like high dollar enchanting. Like they have, they have magical rings, uh, high like high class magic items and stuff like that. The wand guys that you've already been to, Esmeralda's alchemist shop is uh, a is the alchemist. They can make. They can. They have most potions in stock and can make just about any potion that you could request. Um, as w- and then you have Lucky's Good Stuff, which is um, like a sort of like the Ross of magic items. Like it's it's kind of 
it's kind of like the well-known stuff you can find just about anywhere um but also it's in like no particular order and not like weirdly organized you know uh-huh um but that's where you'd go for like your your bags of holding your your alchemy jugs and things like that um well enchanted spirits is more like um you get your like manual of spellcraft your uh like boots of elven kind pearl of power and things like that so you were earlier looking for armor mm-hmm. um what kind what were you looking looking for? Do you want, like, the highest, the strongest and highest dollar medium armor? Can you give me the handbook? Yeah. Um, or do you so, want I was looking at it, and the only, like, the only higher medium armor that I can get, that I can actually afford, is only gonna be, like, make my AC 15 plus 2. Okay. So that would give you sev- 17. Mm-hmm. Um, Still good. If you wanted to make it plus 1, It would be way expensive, sorry. Uh, so let's not worry about that, and let's fall lower under the category of... I know I want to go and get that Radiant Wand. Radiant Wand as well. Okay, cool. Um, just mark that off. It's 150 gold. Mm-hmm. And then Radiant, same as the other one? Yes, functions the same way as the Necrotic one. Plus okay. one to each of those two stats. Mm-hmm. So I have 650 gold still. Oh, can Do you I go need a wand of magic missiles, a wand of uh, magic detection, or anything like that? Um, are you looking for any magic rings or things like that? Do you want to check any of these other places? Is there something you want to be able to do? Um, um. Give me one second. Let me write ring. If you want, like, um, affordable magic items, it's probably Lucky's good stuff. Um, if you want more specialty stuff, it's up in Enchanted Spirits. Uh, let's go to Lucky's good stuff. Alright. Alright. So, you enter Lucky's good stuff, and there's there's a halfling, like, reading a magazine. Josh's magazine. Hops down off his stool. You don't see him anymore. He comes out from around the side of the, the counter. He's like, Welcome to Lucky's! What can I do for you today? You're high. I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm doing much better now. Thank you. Um so I don't even know what I'm looking for. <laughs> Me neither. So what is what is it what's the one thing that stands out in this place? Alright, so <laughs> there's a very fashionable cloak that seems to be blowing in the wind indoors. Um, uh, you see bags of holding in various colors along the side wall. Um, you also see uh, two alchemy jugs, but one just has a really off-putting face uh, design in it. They're both alchemy jugs. They both cost the same. Just one looks really creepy. Um, you see a trident hanging from the wall that's adorned with images of fish all over it. Um, you see, like, a couple of strange musical instruments that look real creepy and weird. Um, all kinds of boots all over the ground. Um, you see another strange robe that has all these weird patches all over it. Uh, you see a very fancy wizard hat behind the counter. Um, a couple of small wands here and there and staffs here and there. Mm-hmm. Also, a shield that has a face on it, um, but the face seems to be changing 
every once in a while. Alchemy jug, how much is that? An alchemy jug is to be 450 gold. Mm. Okay, what about the cape with all the patches? Uh, so a robe of useful items is 250 gold. Which is, what's that do? Um, it actually has a whole bunch of like just random adventuring items all through it. Um, and as you pull them, as you pull off the patch, it appears in your hand. Um, it's got things like rope. Uh, it's got ropes, um, bottles of water, uh, rations, uh, climbing gear, and things like that. Just all kinds of different stuff, like all throughout it. Um, and I was about to like start looking through here, like which of these would be useful? But cloak. Yeah, cloak that um, has a whole lot of that stuff. What about uh, the one that's blowing in the wind? It's a cloak billowing. It has, it's worth 10 gold. What is it? Uh, on command, you can make it billow in the wind. I want it. <laughs> I'll take it. That is a magic item in Xanathar's Guide to Everything. How dope it. is that? I'll take it. 10 gold. It's yours. Thank you. I have a billowing coat. A cloak of billowing. Just give you a sense. Uh, we've got a wand of scowls, a wand of smiles, a staff of bird calls, a shield of expression, cast off armor. Um, what is cast off armor? It's armor that you say the command word and it just drops. It's the it Bruce Almighty's. Hot. Okay. What's the AC on it? It can be. It can be done to any armor. Oh. <laughs> it's one point. It's fifty uh, percent. Uh, more than the price that the armor normally is. So 1.5 times the cost of normal armor. Okay, I definitely so can't afford anything that would benefit me. Uh, we've got some boots of false tracks, um, the cloak of billowing, a hat of wizardry, a tankard of sobriety, um, a ring of jumping, uh, a wand of web, a trident of fish command, alchemy jugs, bag of holding, uh, boots of the winterlands. What's that? Um, they basically make it so with when you're wearing those boots, you can survive uh, in pretty much any temperature uh, without adapting your clothing in any way. Um, they also give you stability in uh, icy terrain, and they uh, like any icy or frozen terrain is not difficult terrain to you. Um, is terrain icy? Do it. Is terrain icy? No. Okay. Carnath would be, but terrain is not. Um, pipes of haunting. And the robe of use slides. Okay. Describe the pipes of haunting to me. So the pipes of haunting. Please tell um, me they're bagpipes. Please tell me they're bagpipes. <laughs> uh, they're way creepier and kind of gross to look at because they might be made of bone, and then you have to put them in your mouth. Um, but it's a it's a pipe that uh, when you use it, everything within thirty feet uh, has to make a wisdom saving throw, or be frightened of you for uh, the next turn. Uh, how much are they? Um, they're 120 gold. Damn. Okay. I want the cloak of useful items. Cloak of useful items? It's 250 gold. Yep. Good with that. Cool. Okay, so we had a ring of jumping. Yes. We had a wand of smiles. Yes. Which, if I understand correctly, it literally just... It's like a DC 10 will save, and it's like... you. It makes them smile for a minute. From what I say, it's like uncomfortably smiling, which is like you can't do anything about it. You're just like Joker smiling. How much is it? 20 gold. Oh, man. 
No, I can't do that. I can't do that. Okay. Um. So I have a kid with billowing. <laughs> um. I have a potato. Um. You told me about a bag of holding. Do you want a bag of holding? How much is a bag of holding? Two hundred fifty gold. Jeez, I don't know. Um, what about the wizard's hat? You said there was a wizard's hat. Hat of wizardry allows you to use your hat as a spellcasting focus without having a spellcasting focus in your hand. <laughs> Isn't that a great that. item? That's that is amazing. good. amazing. I don't have a price for that. What is that one? Oh, that's great. That's 50 gold. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. Is there any other jewelry things besides learning of jumping? No, that's more the enchanted spirits realm. Okay. Um, I forgot one of these things. Does. What's the silliest thing besides the the cape of billowing, which I'm now wearing? You're definitely yeah. You definitely have the silliest thing. Um. The, uh. I kind of want an alchemy jug, but I don't want to spend four hundred gold on it. Four hundred fifty gold. Well, the alchemy jug does do a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. What does you know an alchemy what? jug do? I'll do it. I'll get an alchemy jug. Okay, so that's four hundred fifty gold. Okay. What it does is you speak its command. You speak one of the command words, and it makes that substance appear in the jug uh, once a day. Oh. And uh, I'm actually gonna go to it so you can have the whole, so I can take a picture of it and send it to you. Of the whole thing. And it basically, like, is constantly filling with whatever substance I need in this jug. Well, it does have a set amount depending on what you ask for. So, like, if I I could ask for honey one day, I could ask for... Oil, water, uh, weapons of warning. That's so far down. I'm not sure if you will allow it, but, like, tar... Is one of the other ones I've seen it used for? Yeah, you you can ask for certain things that aren't on the list if you want to get have it try. Mm. Oh, I'm so close. Where Coffee is another one. Oh. Um. You are hydrated. Ah yes, alchemy jug. So, an alchemy jug. Um, a ceramic jug appears to be able to hold a gallon of liquid and weighs 12 pounds, whether full or empty. Sloshing sounds can be heard within the jug when shaken, even if the jug is empty. You can use an action and name one liquid from the table below and cause the jug to produce the chosen liquid. Afterwards, you can uncork the jug as an action and pour that liquid out. Um, up to two gallons per minute. The maximum amount of liquid uh, the jug can produce depends on the liquid you name. Once the jug starts producing a liquid, it can't produce a different one. Uh, it can't produce a different one or more of that one uh, until the next dawn. So, it's got acid, basic poison, beer, honey, mayonnaise, oil, vinegar, fresh water, salt water, and wine. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting item. It's a very fascinating item. And also, like, there's, there's there's some good role play there. Holy shit. So I'm going to send it to you via phone if you want to save it to your phone so that you have it and you can mm-hmm. write down what it does later. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I don't have uh, 
what is the price to silver an item? To silver an item... Uh, it's 50 gold, is it not? Yes, it's usually just a base thing. Um, your item is magic. Or your scimitar is magic. Yes. Oh, so sil- what's silvering it, not... It's, it's be doing the same thing. Okay. A magic item it does the same thing as a silvered item, typically. Okay. Um, what could a blacksmith do to my scimitar? Uh, to your scimitar, probably not much. To your armor, um, uh, they can make it adamantine, uh, which makes it so critical hits don't affect you. Um, they just become normal hits. They can, uh, mithril or mariners, uh, it, or they can make it magic with a plus one, plus two. Um, they can make your weapon a weapon of warning, but that actually does the same thing as sort of what your weaponry does for now. Um, Where in the handbook can those different armor treatments uh, be They're actually only uh, Dungeon Master's guides. I'm trying to... Ah, oh, fuck. I'm trying to find you some of these other things. Okay. Um, so to Mithril an armor, it's five times the cost. <laughs> to get Mariner's armor, it's three times the cost of the regular set of armor. And Adamantine is also three times the cost. So of the basic. I don't have that much money. How much do you have? Um, after the... I have 460 gold. 460 gold? Well, look through some of the armor prices. The armor's not... may not be as expensive as you think it is. Unless you're getting, like, plate mail, that's, like, 1,500 gold. The yeah. armor may not be as expensive as you think it is. I have... What is it? I'm actually not certain what you have. It's, it's one of the... It's either chain or leather, because you start as fighter. Chain, but that's not right. Oh, no. I gave you sorry equipment, so you might just have leather still. Um, or hide? Did you buy hide at one point? I did buy hide at one yeah. point. Um, Sid, can I also go to the other shop, the one that's gonna have rings and stuff in it? Yes. Alright. Um, so, the Enchanted Spirits is run by a guy named Pierre. Um, he has, uh, he's basically a master enchanter, and he does take commissions. If you want a thing that does a thing, he can give you a price for it and figure out how to do it. Um, stuff he has on hand, he has, like, rings of swimming, uh, water walking, uh, gloves of missile snaring. Uh, he has a pearl of power, uh, on hand. Um, some boots of elven kind. He has a fold- a folding boat. How much is a folding boat? <laughs> it's 5,000 gold. Um, uh, bracers of defense. Uh, a horseshoe of speed. Um, Can I put the horseshoe of speed on my potato? <laughs> uh, in theory. Oh yeah, my god! Slow it down because it's a potato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the speed of potato? Potato has no speed. Uh, oh, it's 20 speed! Yeah, He's he has so 20 fast. speed. He says 20 speed. He's so kind of fast. fast. <laughs> kind of. Like, in scale miles per hour, that's, like, pretty fast. <laughs> yep. That was the average speed of tiny creatures. When I looked through t- what other tiny creatures yeah. had, 20 speed was about average. Okay. Um, uh, how unless they were, like, the, a, like, a small dog that ran really fast. How much is the water walk? Ring of water walking is 200 gold. Mm, uh, ring of that. swimming is 180. Mm, I don't Something else. Uh, boots of elven kind are 250. What does that do? That makes you faster, doesn't it? Uh, yes, also improves your sneaking. Um, 
How much is it? 250? Uh, I only have 100 gold. Oh, okay. Or 190 gold. 190? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what do I got on here? So you got the, the ring of swimming that would use up like all the rest of what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, check some out. What is the, what's the strongest medium armor? Strongest medium armor is half plate, and it is 15 plus dex, and you get a disadvantage in stealth. Mm-hmm. How much does it cost? 750. 750, okay. Yeah, I wasn't able to dice me going. How much does a spear cost? But I've already got a spear. If you were to plus one your spear, I'm trying to figure out. One. One gold. One gold? If you were to plus one your spear, um... Uh, it would cost 10 gold. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. If you wanted to do that. You don't use your spear super often, but if you do ever choose to. Um, well, the pipes of haunting are hunting. Um, but again, this is not like the most extensive list of magic items. This is what you can find here and on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mostly fashionable versus usable. Yeah. Um, Fashionable. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> as I cue my cape of billowing. Yep. Um, or. Or. There's the alchemist. Some potions. You know what? I'm gonna keep my 190 gold to keep saving up again. Okay. I feel like I've got a good set of things with mm-hmm. my potato, my cloak of bellowing, and my alchemy jug. Yeah. There may not be as much magic stuff in Thrain, but there will be some unique stuff that you can find. Okay. Like, each each place will have its own stuff. Sharn would be, like, the peak of, like, things you could find all over the world, and it's the capital of Breland. Like, hey, this is it's the largest metropolitan city in all of Corvary. Um, with an AC of 16 without a shield, I guess I'm pretty good. Okay. Why can the alchemy jug make two gallons of mayonnaise but one gallon of wine? I don't know. Why is that I something don't I need? No. Uh, also, why will pranks. it make why will it make only four gallons of beer and only eight gallons of fresh water? I can make four gallons of beer. <laughs> we know this. Our kitchen beer, is beer is with Beer it. is less clean than water. That's not true. Hmm? <laughs> what? What? Who's water? Well, I mean magically produced distilled water. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, it can make 12 gallons of salt water. Yeah. Huh. You can just, you uncork it and you just pour out salt water. I can make 12 you also gallons get, of salt water. You also get <laughs> half an ounce of basic poison. Yeah. Not a lot, but it's uh, enough to poison an arrow. No, I guess you're right. One arrow? I mean, you can probably do, for an ounce, probably a couple of arrows. Or uh, one blade. Because I think, I think poison comes in one ounce vials. So you can poison a blade, or I think it's five pieces of ammunition. Fuck. <laughs> okay, I, th- I think I want it. I think I want that more than anything else. Well, you have one between the party now. Like, Unless you want the one with the creepy face. Yeah, yeah, do you want the creepy face one? Uh, I do. You do? Well, like, I'm, I'm, do you want I'm a saying. Bag of holding? Do you want a trident of fish command? <laughs> How much is a bag of holding? Uh, 250. Ooh. And it comes in fashionable colors. 
Um, you did? Did you hear the uh, the ring of swimming and water walking, gloves of missile snaring, stuff like that? Honestly, the the water walk one sounds really interesting, but I do get a spell like next level to do that. <laughs> but it'd be nice. Two levels. Two levels. Uh, neither of us has a bag of holding, correct? No. Right. Okay. Uh, you get. So so you can get an alchemy pot, and I can get a bag of holding. That sounds good. Okay. Right. Between the two of us, we can get up to shit now. Yeah. And you ha- you can store things. Neat. You already, uh, I already gave you the price and sold for that mace, right? Yes. The flail? Yeah. Um, and also, again, uh, alchemist, any potion you could need, that, that is an opportunity. Um, if you are interested in, you know, like health potions and stuff like that. So wait, can I make the alchemy jug do health potions? No. Oh. Because the health potion is considered a magical item itself. Um. Health potion is 50 gold, yes? Yes. And it's 1d4? I've been doing it 2d4 plus 1. Plus okay. uh, 1. I don't know if that's right. Um, that's what I've been doing. I feel like it should be stronger than it is, I think. so. Hey, it's extremely important, but I can make vinegar. Yeah, a potion of healing is Two 50 gallons. gold. A potion of climbing is 50 gold. A potion of animal friendship is 100 gold. A potion of greater healing is 100 gold. I'd have to look up what that does. Oh, I think it's time not my hand. Uh. <gasps> also, um, enchanted spirits can also do spell scrolls. Um. I don't know if you guys have much use for that as spellcasters, but you want to give rain spell scrolls? I don't know. <laughs> um, is a spell scroll a single use? Yes. Mm-hmm. How much is a fireball spell scroll? Uh, what level is, fire, is fireball? Third level? Third level. Mm-hmm. That's a 300 gold spell. Fuck. That seems like a lot. For one cast? It seems like a lot. Get out of your ass, wizards. They don't have an official price for it, but it's technically an uncommon magic item. So, like, the way they rate it, it's got to be somewhere over, like, 100. And if a second-level spell scroll is 150, then stands to reason a third-level one would be more. Okay. Mm, yeah. Skip on that. But why is a first-level one 100? I feel like a first-level spell should be, like, a 50 gold. I'm a veto. First-level spell is a 50 gold. You want a dissonant whisper spell scroll? 50 gold. Things should be cheaper. Yeah. Vote for me. (laughs) Alright. So with that, uh, I think we're probably at a good stopping point. I'd say Um, so too. And you guys are ready to be on your journey in the next episode towards the rain. And you guys level up. Since you guys will be, you have nothing more to do here really. Yes. We'll say you level up now. Level six. Level six. Alright. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode and know someone else who would, please share it. See you next week.